0: Thank <laughs> I'm Michelle. And I'm Caitlin. And welcome to Terraced Out, where we will talk about our favorite, my favorite show, and Caitlin's new favorite show, I hope. Oh, yes. (laughs) Terrace House on Netflix. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Caitlin. Hello. Thank you for having me. Great. So... As you heard from our intro, uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Terrace House, it is a very popular in Japan and now so a lot more so all over the world. Um, It's a Netflix original series called Terrace House. It's like a reality show. It's a little similar to the early years of the real world. And basically, it was named one of Time Magazine's top 100, I think it's number six on the top 100 best shows on TV right now. Two years ago, um, like, or one year ago, I mean, the last season, Opening New Doors, which was set in Karuizawa. And apparently, according to the show, a lot of the Dodgers watch the entire team of the Dodgers, watches the show, the management watches the show. It's very popular, and it's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So, a lot of uh, American magazines are talking about it, there's really fun. Twitter accounts that are like no context Terrace House. There's one about like Terrace House food. Some popular past cast members are now doing big things uh, on on the silver screen and on TV. A notable past cast member is uh, Lauren Tsai, who was on FX's Legion and is now the co-lead of the new film Moxie, which is based on the YA book of the same name, which uh, Caitlin and I are both familiar with as we are also book bloggers. And yeah, it's so exciting. It's uh, Amy Poehler's first directorial debut. So a lot of cool things coming out of this show that not many people know about. So we want to kind of actively change that by talking about it. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I guess we'll do a little bit of intro about ourselves. And we'll talk a little bit about how uh, we came to know this show and then we'll kind of get into meeting the castmates and watching the show together and talking about it, which is probably like the best part of this show. First, I'm going to quickly discuss why like this format is so cool for the show, um, mainly because unlike a real world or an American traditional reality show, this is this show is very similar to other Asian, not other Asian shows, but some certain Asian reality shows where they bring in local celebrities or comedians to kind of be like part of the cast and discuss the show itself. So the cool thing about this show is that there's a studio full of, I think about uh, two, three, four, five, six panelists who are comedians and actors in Japan who are pretty well known. And they basically watch the show and they comment on the show so you can watch it with audio commentary. Which I sometimes do. It can be very distracting for non Japanese speaking folk because they don't subtitle that stuff. But basically, you basically, it makes you feel like you're watching the show with your friends, which is a really fun experience, which I think is one of the reasons why it's so appealing. And you also get this cool insight into what it's like to be culturally Japanese or what the difference in culture is in Japan because this group of panelists can kind of orient certain things for you which hopefully we can also do on the show as well so first i guess we'll start with me (laughs) since i conned not conned but i kind of conned caitlin into doing this with me (laughs) but basically i am half japanese i grew up in tokyo hey everybody listening to episode one. I am Jack. I'm the producer and editor of Terraced Out and I'm just popping in real quick to share an edit on behalf of Michelle. So in the next segment after I'm done chatting right now, Michelle talks about how she originally watched Terrace House as a child growing up in Tokyo. And the correction is that she originally watched Enori, The Love Wagon, which Terrace House was ultimately based on and born out of. So she just wanted me to put that correction out there real quick before she dives into a little bit of her history with Terrace House and how she fell
1: in love with this particular show.
0: I started watching the original Terrace House on TV back in high school. I used to sneak out out of my bed. It used to be on at like 1 a.m., in japan on tv (laughs) i know Uh, and i used to sneak out of my bed after i went to sleep on like a wednesday night i think and i used to like run up to my attic in my in my house and i there was a tv up there and i used to watch it and my parents didn't know they weren't they i wasn't allowed to watch shows like this when i was young because they were like it will rot your mind read a book
1: Uh, (laughs) obsessed since day one
0: (laughs) i know i'm just really great because like back then like we didn't get like real like American reality TV like I used to do that with real world as well like I used to watch it really late at night because we didn't get it like I used to watch like real world Las Vegas or whatever and my parents were just like really against it so they're just like you don't need to watch this stuff like but I loved it it's just it's so I don't know there's just something so cool and raw about the fact that they're living their lives and you get to watch it, but then there isn't that much producer influence, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like you really get to see people like on their own. And like, it was the first show I watched where it was like people similar to your age or your own age where they're like Asian or whatever. And they are actually actively talking about love and sex and things like that, which isn't really something that we used to get a lot of in Japan. And that's why when I started watching this show again, I started watching again from the Aloha State season. So how the show works, basically, I think I should explain that is it's like a one year long TV show where uh, three girls, three boys come into this house and they either are in for love or they want to chase their dreams or they do like really cool (laughs) things that are just coming out of, you know, college or high school and you're trying to like chase your dreams. So It's very, like, YA. Mm -hmm, Totally (laughs) is. (laughs) Like, you know, it's basically, like, real world of what makes YA books and movies so appealing. It's, Mm -hmm. like, that finding your dream, like, chasing your dreams, finding a loved one or, like, a romance that, like, will change your life. And all kind of as you're growing up and figuring out your life and the first time you live away from your family. That's also one really popular reason why people come into the house. Yeah. So basically, yeah, I'm 33, which is one of the things we all discuss. Every member has to talk about their Mm -hmm. age, all they are, what their job is. I am a photographer. I'm a writer. I'm an editor. I have been writing a book and I've also written a script for a new series with a friend of mine that we're going to be selling, hopefully, fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do a lot of like just creative stuff like this. And I'm also on another podcast where we talk about Star Wars called Tumbling Saber. Yeah. And I'm sure I'll discuss other things that I do (laughs) work wise. I'm very similar to Shohei, which will you will meet coming up. Um, I guess, you know, a lot of things, a lot of hands in a lot of different types of jobs and, and trying to figure out what is what I love most. So I guess I kind of do fit into this Terrace House mold one of the reasons I'm really attracted to Terrace House and I wanted to do this show is because I just I really love this show, period. I just also love how how interesting and cool it is to see Japan in a new light and like different parts of the of our culture kind of shine through and and see how how much that can be spread out in the world and how we can kind of connect through shared interests one thing I really love about the show, I will fully disclose. I have watched ahead. I watch this show weekly. <laughs> it's a weekly <laughs> show in Japan. Um, and I have a VPN and I watch it that way. Please, please Netflix don't cancel all the VPN. So I can't stop watching it. I will find a way to keep watching it. Okay. I will find a way, but, but I have watched ahead. So I do kind of know some of what's going on. What I love so much about the season, which is why I kind of like haven't been podcasting until now but I finally made the next step to do it is because I just really love how international this show has really become it's amazing there's so many people who are going to be on the show this season who are foreigners who speak Japanese who want to make it in Japan it's just really really amazing to see how just the validation through Time Magazine and on New York Magazine, Vulture, The Cut, all these really cool international people have have kind of put their eyes on the show and that has brought a lot of cool uh, dynamics into the show itself. So it's really cool to see the show evolve on its own and to see it really changing Japan as a whole and how it's influenced Japanese culture to be more open and accepting of um, also gay people bisexual people which most people don't get to see on TV so I think this is a really cool show and I think a lot of people are going to fall in love with it so I just kind of want to be part of helping people fall in love so that's kind of where we are I guess you'll find out more about us as we go forward but since that's kind of how we have to set up all our characters on the show or I mean it's a reality show so I shouldn't call them characters but the growth on this show is so incredible that they kind of are like characters. Anyway, now you met me, Michelle, so you can meet uh, Caitlin.
1: Hi, so my <laughs> name is Caitlin. I'm 21. I just recently graduated from college. Um, I graduated Woo. in journalism and media studies with an emphasis in public relations. But most of the time, I, I spend my time creating content. I run a YouTube channel, uh, Big Screen Books, where I talk about Books, movies, comics, traveling, language learning, all that kind of good stuff. They kind of like pop culture, lifestyle stuff I love. And I was brought to the show because of you, my good friend Michelle. I love language learning. I'm always fascinated by languages as a native English speaker from the US, born and raised in California specifically. Languages and watching a lot of TV and Movies and other languages just wasn't really a thing when I was growing up. It was kind of a passion of mine over the past few years that I've discovered. And so, yeah, I'm like super excited to be watching a show in Japan and just learning more about the culture and the people. And yeah, I'm just I'm really excited. I've only watched the first episode. I had to seriously stop myself from watching the next one. I know. Um, I was like, yeah, I was like all the self-control to not continue just so I can just talk about the first episode without having... And the You're other awesome. things clouding, but I loved it. And yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like, Caitlin, turn it off. Don't, don't keep watching, <laughs> even though I really, really want I, <laughs> I wanted to basically tell you, like, you can
0: watch the second episode. But then I was like, mm, it's going to be really hard to not talk about the second episode because there's already like this season. So each season, there's always like these huge incidents that um, the panelists are going to reference. Like they've already referenced a prior Character pr- I keep calling them characters. I'm sorry. Yeah, Prior passed, um so no. <laughs> members, I guess, members of the house, or a graduate, I guess. Uh a past member of the house, very similar to one of the characters this season, Haruka. Members. Oh my god, I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It's our friend who is a big YouTuber who I will hopefully have on this show in a later date. Jesse, he he and he has discussed about how we like to refer to these people as characters and it's just it's become this thing now because he and I talk about this show so often that like it's a habit I really need to stop so (laughs) I will try to stop this is a reality show (laughs) they are real people characters normal (laughs) people anyway (laughs) Uh, but there are these huge incidents and this season for some reason compared to other seasons like there are like four storylines per episode and it's like so much happens that it's really hard to like do two per show. Yeah, yeah. So um I figured this is like a good way for us to like get to know each other and like, well, you know, get to know the people, and that for you guys, the listeners, to get to know us. And then basically, this is going to be our least planned, like loosely done episode ever, which is saying a lot because we both really prepared for this, but we're still <laughs> very like, oh, we're going to keep it flowy and like cool. Anyway, also another full disclosure. Caitlin and I are going to Japan in July. Ooh, and this... So is, we're conning... We're not conning. I keep saying conning. I really feel like I, it's not a con because I'm doing everyone a favor by making everyone watch this show. But I also <laughs> secretly feel like I'm just, like, getting everything I want because I just... I'm, I'm trying... To, the only reason I'm starting the show is because I want more people to talk about the show with. Just kidding. It's not. <laughs> um, but basically, like... That's one of the big reasons why. So we're making everyone watch the show. And yeah, we're gonna try to hopefully go to different places where we're gonna do like a terrace house pilgrimage and we're going to certain spots of the last season. And um hopefully by the time we're in Tokyo, there will be certain places we will want to go from this season. So we're gonna take you guys on our journey with us and we hope that you enjoy japan and also i grew up in tokyo so i'm gonna be like adding all these random tidbits about life there i hope that works anyway so first of all i don't even think i told you this maybe we should talk about the house first before i drop this like big bombshell later (laughs) about the house itself (laughs) Uh, awesome okay so this show like literally all the a lot of the the members they have their own jobs coming in like the not like unlike real worlds or road rolls they don't give you a job to do like you have to find your own job so you come to this house most of the people already have jobs or they're coming to the house if they don't have a job they're fine they're looking for one and um yeah that's it. So this house is huge. It's insane. Like it's wild. There's a pool, like an indoor Okay, I don't even think you guys understand, like, even just, I think you do. I, Tokyo is big enough of a city that most people understand, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In Tokyo, it's expensive. It's like Manhattan. Like, you don't have backyards. Most people don't have pools in their house. It's just not, not a thing. And this house has, like, a pool inside. You enter the house, and it's enormous. And there's a big, deep pool inside, kind of a greenhouse. It's wild. I've never seen anything like that. And I'm I'm pretty sure from, from what I've heard where this house is located in Tokyo. I think it's I've heard it's in Gotanda, which is like very center of the city. It's pretty pretty residential, but very close to a lot of things. So it's a very nice neighborhood. It's an extensive house. Yeah,
1: it's really pretty too. Like it's so sleek and like modern. It's beautiful.
0: Also, anyone who watches this show or watch this show, please take a moment to go back to how clean the kitchen is in this episode because it there, because it becomes a recurring theme later on <laughs>
1: <laughs> how clean it is.
0: Wow. It's so, I forgot how beautiful that kitchen is. It's, it's amazing. I just, I would, I mean, these houses are like one of the big reason why I want to, I want to move into this house. It's, it's beautiful. Okay. So if the first room we went to was like, oh, there's a, uh, their playroom which is their, like, theater room. They have a big screen TV. They usually watch, like, they watch Netflix in there. They play games in there. They'll watch, because the show is on weekly in, in Tokyo, uh, in Japan, on Netflix Japan, the show releases every Monday night. So most of the time it's airing, it's like three or four weeks behind schedule as it's being filmed to when it's being aired. So a lot of the time... The members will watch an episode and everyone will still be living in the house. So it, it can be pretty awkward. Like, um, they watch themselves? Oh, yeah. They watch everything. Ooh. So if if certain members are talking about who they like or like talking like S H I T behind each other's back, like you find <laughs> out, I mean, in three weeks, yeah. But like, Ooh. unless you graduated within that time, like, Jeff's awkward. Ooh. So, It's actually a really great opportunity for like human growth because like honestly like what chance do you ever get where you're living in a show like on a show in a reality show where you're being filmed and then you get to watch it in real time almost. So like you really a lot of these people have never lived outside of their home. They're never like they don't know anything about themselves. They've never lived away from their family. Mm -hmm. So it's a rude awakening. (laughs) A rude and awakening.
1: It's kind of um, interesting that they're not not super disconnected either. You know, like a lot of reality TV shows, at exactly. least, like where they put them in houses, like you're disconnected, you know, from the outside world in a way. Oh, yeah. So for them to be connected still like that soon is really, really interesting. It's
0: insane. And and also with this show, it's very unlike other reality shows where they don't film you 24 hours a day when you're living in the house. They only, li- they only film two days of the week. Apparently, Mondays and Tuesdays is what I've heard. I don't know if that's still the case. So in the house, they only film two days. So basically, the only thing the producers tell them is like, if you have any conversations you need to have, have them on those two days in the house. And then outside of filming at the house on those specific days, if there's like a date that happens like outside on like a Friday night, then they'll film that. But usually in house, they only film on specific days and the castmates are aware of what days. So they'll just live their lives. And then if there's like some sort of fight or like some conversation that needs to be had, they usually try to have them on the on the days that they're in the house so there will be certain times when you'll feel like you missed something because you're like wait what Um, (laughs) but it's just the way that works i kind of like that they don't do like reenactments they will like discuss something that happened off screen so just that's just also a little bit of like background i feel like i'm gonna have to keep filling in background but hopefully that doesn't throw you guys off anyway so yeah the playroom awesome yeah they're living in real time which is crazy so yeah, as these, so as certain people are living on this show, like certain people are like sports players or an actor. So if you're like a fan watching this show in Japan and like you want to go to this, you fight, you're like, oh, I like this guy who's on Terrace House. He plays basketball for this team. Like maybe I'll go to his game. Like you literally could go punch and play. <laughs> like this is, this is like very interactive. Yeah. 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 So like, especially now, like this season, you'll see a lot of that in discussion going forward because it's become a huge thing now. Like, I mean, it was pretty big in Japan before, but now it's like well known in Japan as being an international program, not just like Mm -hmm. a huge national program. So there's a lot of pressure on the people on the show also that they put on themselves, which is interesting because that was never a dynamic that used to be on the show before. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah, they're living in real time. It's awkward. Also, another place that uh, another reason the playroom is very used in past seasons. When couples would become a thing on the show, they would spend a lot of time in the playroom watching movies movie or like making out. So like, that's a very important place. <laughs> this one looks really cozy. There's lots of cushions everywhere. Some of the members were very excited about that. The male, the boys room, very big. It's on the it's on like right off the living room, which is pretty cool. And then the girls room is upstairs, which is girls' room is like dream sleepover room. So cute. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Each room has like three bunk beds. The way that it's built in is just so cute. The girls room is very white and clean, super cozy. It looks comfy. I I would love and they have a little balcony, which is really cute with a patio where they can sit. And there's a big mirror, a big uh, window, a glass window that overlooks the living room so they can spy on things that are happening <laughs> in the living room if they want. Mm-hmm. In the, in the girl's So if they see like certain people like having conversations or like if certain people end up liking other people, they could spy up there is like what they were
1: saying. Ooh, drama. Feels <laughs> like it could be very dramatic going forward.
0: Um, so that's exciting. All right. Your thoughts on the house. Did you just, oh. I just I would love to live there.
1: I loved it. I really want to live there. Uh, from the first episode, we get we didn't get to see like you know every part of the house, but right, right. right. Like especially at the beginning when they were all doing the intros, like in the living room. I loved that. I was just admiring. I was like, "This is so cute." And just, aesthetic. Oh, I love it. Like I yeah. in the girls' room, the the oh. sleepover, the big like dream sleepover. Yeah, it's room. very bright and light in the girls' room, and then like yeah. the guys very dark it here. is it's much darker yeah, yeah. but it looks maybe just
0: because they're like they're in the corner like and the girls are upstairs and they get more light but mm-hmm. I don't know it's just very like dark and mm-hmm. I just like that I guess the boys probably enjoy that yeah so my my secret tidbit do you want to know what the secret tidbit about I this do house do? is tell me the right. secret tidbit I'm dying to know. I found out okay I didn't even find out about this on my own a British friend of mine who I met in London, who is a fan of this show, uh, told me about this on Reddit. Well, that he read on Reddit, but it is actually a very famous and well-known porn house in Japan. What? Uh, what is it Japanese- the same
1: house that they use
0: for every, like, season? Uh, no. Uh, each, each season of this show is set in a different country or a different city. Okay. So this season, they've done two seasons in Tokyo. The l- other season they've done in Tokyo was, like, I think three years ago, because last okay. year was in Karuizawa, which was opening new doors. The year before that was Aloha State. That was in Hawaii. It was on Black Point Road, a house there. And then the year before that was Tokyo. And okay. I'm pretty sure that house was all, it was a different house. It was okay. to- completely different. It was a really nice house, actually. I really liked that house. They had a really nice, like, deep hot spring bath. Oh, it's like mm-hmm. heaven. Um, dreams. Anyway, but this house is a porn house. If you go on Reddit or you will see there is like a side to side of like the cover photo of this, of of Terrace house for, for, um, for Netflix. And then there's a cover photo for like, uh, an internal shot of like a a porn with all the people like blurred out. But you can see very clearly that there have been porn that is,
1: what a versatile home.
0: I know. Right. I'm very versatile. It's also very funny because throughout this episode, the variety, the celebrity entertainment panel of, of people in studio, they comment a lot about, there's this shot of one of the members who we'll talk about more later, a uh, Shohei who holding like this, this wearing like a the towel. towel kind of yeah. And they kept referencing like he has very strong male porn star energy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it just, made me laugh every time because that house is a pornhouse and I wasn't sure if like that was the the mem like the studio panelists like way of being like hey wink wink we know it's a pornhouse <laughs> or just because he does exude very strong like confident male porn star I mean I don't know <laughs> does he I, I don't know uh, anyway that's just something funny for y'all to to know. So now every time you watch the show, you'll be thinking like, oh, people have had sex on that couch like, and filmed <laughs> it. Any hotel bed. I mean, that's come true. on. Let's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. So let's meet the housemates. Okay. So I guess we'll do it in order of entrance, order by appearance. Um, so first <laughs> we have Kauri, who's, who's 28. She's an illustrator. And she's really cute. She came to Terrace House. This is her reason. So each each member we mentioned earlier, the first things they basically tell each other, which is it's so Japanese, I guess, like the first thing you do when you meet someone and they they talk formal too, where they're like, how old are you? What What do you do for a living? It's like, why did you come to Terrace House? Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate because like off the bat, you know why these people are here. So, like, they're not messing around. Like yeah, they just it's a good tell- way to get
1: to know someone.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's nice. Because, like, it's nice to be off the bat. Like, when you watch a show like The Bachelor, which I know we'll probably reference sometimes because, mm-hmm. like, I don't – I haven't been watching it recently. But I know you have also watched The Bachelor. So, yeah. like, it's – I mean, watching a reality show like this, it's about love or something. Like, it's good to know what other shows in America are like as a reference. Yeah. So a lot of the time, like I feel like with the Bachelor and like people, the reason why people like the Bachelor is like they're like, oh, well, people are very honest about what they're looking for out the back. Yeah. But like that's not always the case with the Bachelor. Mm-hmm. I feel like Especially
1: recently, like I feel like more and more, yeah, are not like, honest about it. And I don't. I feel like with this show, they were much more sincere about like what they're doing and like why they're there and who they are and stuff, which I really I, appreciated. They don't actually have to be on the show for love.
0: Like they can just be on the show for their dreams. And, like, being single ends up being, like, like a bonus, mm-hmm. which I feel like Corey referenced later on in the episode, too, where she said, like, she, she doesn't, not all the people say off the bat, like, why they're here, which they might, but they just get cut for, like, you know, editing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they do mention it throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the only person that hasn't mentioned it is Haruka which is very interesting. Uh, we'll discuss that later. Anyway, but uh, Corey says she came to Tara's house to grow as an illustrator, so she wanted to be around others who were also chasing their dreams and living around them. Mm-hmm. And she just happened to be single when she applied, so it worked out, mm-hmm. which I feel like is basically the crux of this whole show, which is, like, a lot of people come on this show to make their dream come true or, like to find love but they don't necessarily come always come into the house looking for love but they mm-hmm. end up finding it because they're all single yeah in the past on the show you haven't had to be single to be on the show a lot of the time they are single mm-hmm. when they it ends up just working out better yeah. if everyone's single because then everyone pairs off or people like each other and it just mm-hmm. works out because i mean at the end of the day like this is a reality show yeah. so like It's not just, like, let's let these people have their dreams come true. It's like, no, but we want to also be entertained.
1: Yeah, Um, because, like, if they're all single, like, it's kind of a natural formation as they start to, like, make connections and, like, get interested. Like, when you're spending so much time with people. Which,
0: I mean, is the case. And I feel like, you know, coming into this show, especially, like, I feel like this season is the first season where it really has become, like, a thing where it's like, are you here for the right reasons? Like, Mm -hmm. I, I don't think any other season has ever had that of this show so that's really interesting which i mean we're not really going to talk about because it's the first episode <laughs> but i that's one of the reasons why i like this show people are very upfront like they're just because you don't necessarily have to find love on this show it's really about your dreams or love or both or neither like it's really just, <laughs> i mean that's the reason why you go in a lot of the people most of the people are single so it works <laughs> out so yeah curry she seems very like meek i quiet. liked her but self-assured. I really mm-hmm. like her, too. Like she seemed very personable mm-hmm. and nice,
1: yeah. I feel like she was really mature. Like yeah. I like that. She just had like a humbleness about her. Yes, that I felt like I really admired. and um seemed like she was really like open and connected well with everyone. So yeah, I really like right off the bat, I was really drawn to her, and I really yeah. really liked her. I really like her, too. I just like her energy. I just mm-hmm. feel like. Yeah.
0: She's really nice. Okay. And next we have Shohei, which Mm -hmm. is, he's a 26-year-old actor, model, writer. He doesn't talk about the writing right now mostly, but he does write a column for a magazine and stuff. He does a lot of different things. He was living in Taiwan, in Taipei. He was talking about how he just basically moved there because he always dreamed he was really inspired by Taiwanese film. And he really just wanted to go there and Like, the universe ended up working out where he was visiting there and he found a place to live and he found some friends and he found a job. So he was just like, why did why don't I just live here for a bit because I'm young enough and I can still make it work. So basically, he seems to be very, like, go with the flow, like, chill, but he's also very confident Mm -hmm. um, and, like, very open. I felt like he was the most talkative out of the boys. I agree.
1: Yeah, he definitely Um,
0: was. Yeah, like, very... um, even though he's not the youngest, he's not the oldest, he's felt very, like, grounded and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, uh, we'll see. But <laughs> but he's felt very, like, self-assured,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which I think was big.
1: Yeah, yeah. like, he was very, like, creative, too. Like, I got got yeah. creative vibes from him, and I don't know, I like his energy, too. I don't necessarily trust him off the bat.
0: Ooh, good to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm really kind of like,
1: like, I don't know, and I can't really explain why, but I don't necessarily trust him Mm. off the bat. Just have like that face where you're just like, I don't know if I can trust you yet.
0: Yeah, but I'm curious about him. I'm curious to see kind of what he gets into. He's very much like, I don't know, he's very mysterious.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Maybe it's just like how he looks, but like, I don't know, just the vibes. Yeah. I guess. Okay, next we have Haruka, which is like long, dark hair. She's 24. She's an actress, actor, model. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's. she said she had been acting. She acted exclusively as her job when she was fi- from ages 15 to 20. And then since she switched agencies, she's mostly been doing modeling and acting. Mm-hmm. So she seemed to be, I, I thought I felt like she felt a little more comfortable around the mm-hmm. camera. Um, yes. the difference I felt between when she, when Kori, cause Kori, this is, we're talking in order of how they entered the house. The first episode is very like similar where each person kind of enters back to back kind of. So when Kori and Shohei were talking, they were very formal and they used like the formal language to speak to each other, which is what basically in Japan, we have three levels of language. One, you talk you, to like your friends or like someone of your same age. Another one is basically people you talk to that your family or your friends, but like a little bit more formal, but not completely formal because you're still family. And then the very formal, which is for respect, which is people you don't know, strangers, uh, customers, and also like people of respect, you know, royalty or anyone who's you know, deemed worthy of a respectful language. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, Shohan and Corey at the beginning, they were very like um, calling each other by their last name and being like San and very formal and like a little awkward. And they were both laughing at the fact that they were being awkward, which was really cute. <laughs> yeah. um, and then when Ruka came, you could see the difference in how she speaks. She was saying a little bit of formal, but she was dropping a lot of the formal. She was talking a little bit more in like a friendly vibe, which I really mm-hmm. liked. She felt a little bit more homey in that sense where she was just like, okay, I'm in this house, we're all living together, so I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to, I'm going to drop the pretense of, like, mm-hmm. being, like, home with you because yeah. we're going to live together, which is, I thought was cute. Um, it felt very, like, uh, but she was a little awkward about it. I felt like she, it, it kind of was indicative of, like, her personality being, like, a little a uh, confident, but also, mm-hmm. like, she was also always like confirming with Corey too where she was like right right like where mm-hmm. she it felt like she needed i don't know
1: like affirmation
0: yeah that yeah. where yeah. she's just like it, she's not completely confident in
1: herself but she is confident mm-hmm. so, yeah like she wasn't too forthcoming but enough perfect. to i think kind of change the vibe and make it a little bit more a little less casual yeah, yeah a little just, less awkward yeah but- <laughs> it is in the beginning <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it's awkward I mean you're just you've never lived with any of the, you've never met these people anymore yeah. and you're like gonna live in a house with them and you're gonna get filmed yeah yeah and you might have to fall in love yeah. so <laughs> yeah like and not just like a Japanese is and like as a Japanese TV show yeah it's not just local to Japan it's Netflix so like this show is international like all over, not like Netflix, London, Africa, like, I mean, Russia. I don't know about Russia. Do they watch Netflix? I think they do. I don't know. China, oh, anything, anywhere, all over, yeah. like Germany, like 90s, whatever countries. I don't, I don't even yeah, know. No they pressure, talk about guys. it. In <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Like literally as a 24 year old, you're just sitting there and you're like every single person in the world could watch this. if
2: you know, They, they know. have an
0: application. Yeah. subscription <laughs> yeah because people watch it on other tv shows on other platforms like daily motion or whatever
1: yeah that's super nerve-wracking yeah that's scary
0: like it's a lot so like all those eyes on you can be scary i can get that and like yep. all these people are young do. you and careers so like i bet they're also thinking about the pressure where it's like if I do well on the show and, like, people see my career, like, I might actually become something. Mm-hmm. If you think about what happened with Lauren Tsai from Aloha State and how her career has become, like, a Hollywood actress. So, it's huge. So, that, like, these people coming into the show, they have that on their backs. So, mm-hmm. I can see why it would be awkward. Yeah. So, anyone who can, like, make the room feel comfortable is good in my book. Yeah, it's really interesting. All right. Next, we have Kenny. His name is Kenji, but he goes by Kenny and his band. So, <laughs> oh God, Kenny. Anyway, he's 31. He's the oldest in the house out of these six people. He is in a band called Spicy Soul, and he sings lead vocal. He also plays guitar. He also added later that he draws, and he would like to make that more of a professional career or professional capacity the reason he came to Terrace House was he can't have an open is like can't have open romances in Japan would love to be more forthcoming about his love life and also he would like to have a family soon is what he's saying so that's why he came on the show I can't, I think we didn't discuss why Haruka or Shohei came on the show necessarily because I don't think Haruka or Shohei talked about why they want to be on the show yet on this episode so we'll discuss it when it comes up Mm-hmm. All right, Kenny, 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 Kenny. What, what is your impression of Kenny? I'm
1: from, really curious. From just this episode, he was one of my favorites. Oh, I, oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah. So I like the fact that he was older. He's the oldest one. Yeah. And I felt like he was less open, like more reserved, but not in like a, you know, like a pessimistic or like mm-hmm. type of way. You know, he was more reserved where I felt like he, uh, how do I describe it? Like he was more kind of like observant and mm-hmm. really like he was trying to decide what to share. Yeah, and exactly. Okay. And I, that makes me really curious about him. I'm really interested in him, but uh, I liked how... him. <laughs> I I definitely I really liked him out of the three guys at least that there in the beginning. Oh wow, you he's your favorite. Like yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. This yeah. is really curious. Did I ask you what you think of Haruka? I feel like this is really important because. As, as a list, as someone who's just watched, like, you're, you're basically amazing to me because you're just, like, a unicorn. You've, like, this is, you're watching it as we're recording. So, yeah. Like, you have so, no I have no contact. idea. You have no, like, opinions. Like, I already know a lot about these, char- these, I keep saying characters because I've already seen it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've seen, I know a lot about them now. So, like, I'm really intrigued, especially not just, like, y'all, listeners. Like, you don't understand how amazing it is to have someone like Caitlin because you're, Caitlin just graduated from college. Like you're about to figure out your career or also trying to figure out your love life. And and I'm like in the same position as them. You're them, but you're an American. Like, so it's really cool to get your opinion because like you would basically be like a candidate for the show. Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, to see what your opinion is, is just very fascinating to me. Yeah.
1: So I really liked Kenny. Like, I feel like if I was in the house, I would definitely be really drawn to him. Mm, Um, Right.
0: I know. Um, I, I, I already have, like, I'm so excited for us to get further into the show because <laughs> that I'm, I'm scared. I'm going to be like, yeah, people. I like
1: blah, 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 or um, don't like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, have, I have future, future down, down members,
0: members that like, I really want to talk about with you that like, I, I, I've already referenced one to you already, which is how I got you to watch the show. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I'm really excited. So period, I'm period. Okay. <laughs> um, next. Okay. So since we talked about Kenny, we're going to move on. I'm going to reserve my opinions about these people as like, we're, I'm just going to give you my opinions as we talk about the episode because I've already like gotten to know these people. So so uh, next we're going to go to Risako, who is uh, the last girl, the third girl in the house. Um, she is a fitness trainer and a, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to try to say this with a straight face,
1: parkour athlete. And um, I really was hoping they would like show her doing some parkour. <laughs> uh, as soon as she mentioned that, I was like, "Please let me see some of her parkour skills." You will, you will get a lot. Oh, a lot of
0: I, okay, okay. Um, I don't, I don't. I just the first time I ever watched this episode, like I, I know parkouring is like a, a serious sport and it's everywhere and all the stuff but like literally the first time she mentioned it and then you see in the opening like the opening sequence where she's hopping over that thing I don't know what it is a pole I don't know anyway I the first thing I thought of was the office and Andy from the office where he's like I'm doing parkour and then oh god wasn't that there was like another another I think every time he would be like parkour and he would like jump over things mm-hmm. with like random things yeah, yeah. and yep. I'm like, that's literally the first thing i thought about so like <laughs> i just couldn't stop where yeah. i i was like and then there was a meme on this astrology account where i was talking about gemini's and i'm a gemini so i was mildly offended but like not because it was just so funny where it was just like it, it said like nobody ever and then it was like blank like those twitter memes or whatever and it says a Gemini and then it was a screenshot of Risiko saying I recently started parkour and I was like (laughs) that's so true nobody asked you okay yeah but here you are uh, doing parkour it's really cute and she's actually really good and and as you as you watch the show you'll see it actually is a real sport it is a real sport. Yeah. But it is like and I have some friends first, that do it. So that's
1: why I'm like, like, but there's some people who say they do parkour, but that's not that's like so random though. Well, parkour, just, you know, like if you're yeah, dropping off buildings yeah. and stuff, like which you know. I think but honestly, I think so.
0: What what Riseko says is one of the reasons oh, so one of the reasons she came to the main reason she came to houses for a love, obviously. Mm-hmm. Not obviously, I guess she tells us that. But another partial reason that she discusses later is that so people will Get to be more exposed to parkour and see like it's a sport and it's like a real thing, which I always am very admirable about uh, admirable about because in past seasons there have been other athletes like hockey players and skateboarders and surfers who have really elevated like certain aspects of their sport in Japan itself. So that is pretty admirable and they do talk about wanting to kind of spread the information uh, like spread the sport and um kind of raise the profile of the sport so that's pretty cool but I think with her she's basically much more of a beginner as opposed to some past members who wanted to raise profiles of sport and like later members who come into this house who do similar things who also um, are athletes she's not as established as them so I don't think really her Main goal is to make parkour like a thing, but it's pretty amazing. And she does; she is a really awesome trainer, and she has a great body.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's
0: in, insane.
1: So yeah. cute,
0: She's so freaking cute. She's adorable. Mm-hmm. So she came to Tara's house because she says in for for love. Um, she says in relationships, she either becomes super overbearing and tries to overplease in relationships, or she so she becomes too much of a caretaker. Or she gets super, like, not into them after a Which while. She's like, I, I felt really like I connected
1: to that. Yeah. Like, so I, she, yeah. when she was talking about that, I felt like, I was like, ooh, yep, yeah, girl, I yeah. get you. Like, <laughs> the next thing that she says is, like, she says, like, she
0: tends to really like people. And then once she's dating them, ends up being like, wait, you're not the same guy I started dating. And then so she wants to grow and, like, find a relationship that works on yeah. the show. Yeah, I Um, felt like I connected with. Honestly, like when she said that, I was like, "Mm, me, like, I just now that I'm rewatching the show, I feel like I identify with her so much and I'm like, damn it. (laughs) 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 Hi. (laughs) But she's cute, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But I get that a lot. So she's the youngest. So she's the youngest and, and she's 21. And Kenny is the oldest. He's 31. So they're the this the space between oh wait, so she's not the youngest. She's the second youngest. She's the youngest girl. And the next guy is the youngest, Ruka. Yeah. He's their adorable little cinnamon roll. 20 years old. <laughs> he is he's a part-time real retail associate at a very big sports retailer in Japan called Murasaki Sports. And uh oh God, he they don't talk about what he wants to be in the future in this episode, which is hilarious. So I'll see. We'll, we'll just, we'll keep Ruka cute little cinnamon roll in this episode. Okay. So he came to Terrace house because he is not a great conversationalist. He is self-admittedly saying this, and he feels flustered when talking to women. His face gets red. He wants to overcome that. And basically this current part-time retail job, he's only been at four months after, quitting his first job that he got straight up high school so he went and he like kind of did the career thing where he went to get a job straight up high school and then it didn't end up being something he wanted it didn't work out so he quit and so now this current job he's had for about like four months and now he's in Tara's house so basically trying to figure out what he wants to do with his life so yeah he's his his whole reasoning behind coming into the house is just he wants to grow because he's very sheltered Mm -hmm. um basically, which I think is a good reason. It's nice for me to come back to this point and, like, re-hear what each member came into the house for because the reason why it's great is because you get to see their growth because a lot of the reason why they come into the show is they say they want to grow in some sort of aspect of their personality or in their career in some way. So you really get to see that over the course of a couple months.
1: In particular, like, I feel like he's a lot more growth. Like, I can see... That he is a lot. I would say he is
0: one to watch. Yeah. A lot of people love him and just his journey is really great. But yeah, he's the youngest. He is our little cute little baby. Mm-hmm, so I mean, cute. he came to the house. Like his goal is so cute. Like, I mean, one person's goal is like literally, I mean, just career, and, like, you know, mm-hmm. making their career great. And another other people's like, I want to get married. And then like the oldest man is like saying he wants to settle down mm-hmm. and get married. And Ruka's like, I want to learn how to talk to girls and not get my face red. <laughs> like, yeah. It's really so sweet. cute. Like, the level of, like, dream is just very
1: adorable. Yeah. Know? Yeah.
0: I'm interested to hear what you think.
1: <laughs> I really liked him. Like, I I don't know. I feel like I was so drawn to him. And I was like, oh, he's so sweet and so yeah. cute. But I wonder yeah. if that makes him more, like, of a platonic. Like, mm. f- like guy friend is kind yeah. of what I thought. Right, right. At first... um just because if he be has trouble talking to right. girls, I wonder if the other guys will kind of overshadow him. I hope not. Like, I hope he gets his opportunity with the girls that he, that he likes. But I did kind of, like, feel for him because I wondered if that would make the other guys kind of overshadow him a little bit.
0: Yeah, a completely. So, like, now that we've kind of gotten to know each of the people in the house we'll also talk about oh they also reference the fact that they're excited that because the drinking age is in japan is 20 so everyone in the house is of drinking age which is big on this show (laughs) especially because drinking is a huge culture in japan but it's it's really helpful for them and that's also usually a very big barometer i feel like in just any culture of like whether or not someone will date someone or not like if they're too young Mm -hmm. is like can they drink
1: (laughs) yeah because a lot of times first dates are like let's go out for drinks let's go grab a beer or whatever yeah that's very like I feel like uh, in a lot of cultures, that's a way how you meet and people. a lot of
0: culture, Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's like, it's a hard, I mean, because if you're like, well, you can't even drink, like, that's always like yeah. a thing that people say, or like, she can't even drink. Like, yeah. why are you dating this person? Yeah. But like, it's funny, because like, once you all become like 40 or like 30, it's not really that different. It's one year, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, that's you know, deal. It's funny. But that is something I wanted to mention, because it's different than a lot of other countries. Yeah, so basically, uh, those are the the members. I think, off the bat, I'm just trying to remember who I really liked off the bat. I think I really like Corey off the bat. She Mm -hmm. was probably my favorite. Um, And then when I first watched the show, I was really into Duca. I thought Mm -hmm. he was so cute, and he was adorable, and I just really liked... I felt like he had a lot of growth to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just like how, like like low priority his like goal is in life um, the show. So I just yeah. was like, wow, like this will be really fun to watch because yeah. I don't know. I like part of it is just like I like this person, but I feel like I've watched this show long enough that like I've I've just been burned too many times with people I initially like the only person that I felt like consistently was someone I loved off the beginning and then just couldn't help but love more. Um, in the past was Florence High, who is now a huge star. Um, I'm obsessed with her. And, like, every other person that I've ended up liking on this show, I, I was just pretty, like, not – they came out of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, wow, suddenly I love this person. And, like, that just – they grew on me. Like, mm. they were a sleeper agent. Yeah. Um, so I'm always just, like, I just go into this being like, ooh. Like, this person, I think, will be a fun journey to watch. But, yeah, I mean, you can't help after, like, two episodes, like, start getting attached to certain people. And then, get really offended when other people do questionable things to the other person. Because, like, you can't help but overlay your own experiences on top of theirs. And, like, Mm -hmm. if someone, for example, like, bullied you in a similar way, like, in your high school life, then – and, like, you see it happening on the screen, you're just like, wow, I – barely identify I've with this person yeah. so then it happens and also i feel like because there is a studio full of people who are commenting on it their opinions also can color you so mm-hmm. um there are certain things that because i watch the show uh, with audio commentary on sometimes i do tend to have like certain I, I sometimes question whether or not uh feelings i have are my own or if they're influenced. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. when you watch it it's cool because you like aren't influenced yeah (laughs) it's like I get to see it in a different light I really love talking to other people about this who aren't Japanese anyway moving forward so okay so in the show itself after we meet everyone they introduce the house but the only thing I guess we didn't talk about the house oh the roof this house has a really cool roof floor which I think is like the wooden roof. Uh, the last few houses haven't a, had a roof. They've had backyards. Okay. Mostly because they've been out in the boonies or overseas. Mm-hmm. But in Tokyo, there really is no space for a backyard. So they have a roof patio. Um, mm-hmm. Which is really cute. And they're, they're, it does get used a lot in this season. So that is a place to watch. I really loved that Diseko called it, uh, said that it looked like a sauna. Because it yeah. was full of... I thought it was really <laughs> fun. It was so random, she's like, uh-huh. it's like a sauna. And I, was
1: like, like, I mean, it was like yeah. little benches with like little like pillows or whatever. Yeah. Like, I could see like that like, corner area. Yeah, it gets um, really
0: cute because then they, they end up putting string lights up and it becomes really cute. So, that's right? really fun place. I think everything else we've talked about. Oh, I guess, yeah, they just talk about like who gets to sit on. I have, I wrote down who sleeps on which bunk bed. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like I don't, it's always good to know because like. In the future, I if in the future if you see other people in the bunk bed, you're like, oh, whose bunk bed is that? I don't think that actually happens on the show, though.
1: Ooh, yeah, I didn't keep track of that. I didn't think about uh, who was in the bunk yeah, bed, but so now far, I'm going to. If anyone
0: cares, <laughs> because I wrote it down in the girls' room, Haruka's in the bottom. She's the one, only one on the bottom on the bottom bunk. And then Cory uh, is by the window. Risako is in the right corner. And then in the boys' room, I think Ruka's on the top, and then Shohei's by the window, and Kenny's in the corner. I don't know. I thought it was interesting, like, what they chose personality-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I want the window. I want some top. Then, okay, what really important happens, the boys discuss... So, when, when the girls go to the girls' room and the boys go to the ro- boys' room, the most important thing here is now the boys talk about the girls and mm-hmm. the girls talk about the boys. Yep. It's like, who cares about everything else?
1: Anyway, <laughs> who are you so, interested
0: in? <laughs> yeah. Who's interested in who? So, the boys... First, who they find each other cute, first impressions time. So, Ruka likes Haruka. Mm -hmm. So, Ruka, the baby cinnamon roll, adorable (laughs) child, likes Haruka, the um, 24-year-old actress model. Mm -hmm. I mean, she
1: was very comfortable out of the girls, I think. Yeah, they're like complete opposites. Yeah. Like, where she's just really open and confident. He's just more shy and reserved. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that
0: was interesting. And he mentioned that he has a tendency to like older women, mm-hmm. um, even though he's never dated anyone older. He's only dated people his own age or younger. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. It tracks that he would like someone older because she's basically like four years older than him. Mm-hmm. And like uh Risako is like a year older than him. And then Kaori is like eight years older. So yeah. it's like very close close enough
1: but not too close i guess yeah who goes like kind of in the middle you know she has her yeah. career like she's a little more set like i can see why he would be interested in her right and i feel like
0: and, and not just cuz like a, risako is like 21 and then there are like mature 21 like 21 year olds like you're a very mature 20 21 year old in my opinion <laughs> um but like but risako is very like cute and like adorable yeah. and like she's like an anime child yeah. like it's very like like very cute yeah. Um, she does not really, she seems very like young for her age. Yeah. I agree. Um, not to say that she's not an adult because she is, but she just very has a youthful energy. So I feel like if you're also a youthful dude, you might not want that. If, yeah. If that's not what you if want. If that's not like what you're looking exactly. for. Yeah. I agree. Um, so I can see that. I can see them being really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, next, Shohei likes Kaori, which. Mm-hmm. That we see I just feel like yeah. they would look good together, and they'd be cute yeah. together. Yeah, and I feel like he's he. It makes sense. Like I don't really see him going for like a Risako or mm-hmm. Risako. Yeah, the young one. I feel like he would like Cody um, or Haruka, which is the older two. I just feel like that makes made more energy, and it felt like just him feeling so like I don't know calm and mature. Mm-hmm. He would be drawn to someone who's like a little bit calm and mature. But yeah. also kind of mysterious. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's kind of what I got from it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Kenny.
1: I don't think Kenny said anything. Kenny hasn't said who he likes. Which makes me wondering if he liked one of those girls. Yeah. I thought Kenny might like Corey. Hmm. Hmm. I could see but, that. Yeah. No. I I noticed that too, where he didn't really talk about who he liked, which makes yep. like makes me think that he's just he's being more reserved. He's not like outwardly, you right. know. Kinda of well, calling so dibs know. or anything. Right. I think he's kind of waiting to see wait how
0: things unfold, right? Which I think is clever and smart because, like, if you're trying to live in a house with like six people and you don't want to like make waves, like it's smart. And the boys are being smart about it.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, off the bat. So I think that was pretty clever. It also just makes me be like, well, you said you were here for love, so like, yeah, like, where are glad you trying to find that love? Wasn't he the one
1: who asked? I'm pretty
0: sure he asked everyone, like, "Who do you think is cute?"
1: Yeah, he was like starting it. I think, or I think that's why is... I think he was trying to see what the other guys thought. Yeah. Like, I don't. I think so he that, wanted to know yeah, first. That makes
0: me think, like, that makes me be like, "All right, Kenny, like, you're the one asking, but you didn't answer." Yeah, hmm. like mm-hmm. that. That makes me be like, I don't know.
1: Like, I can see are him, you like
0: being reserved, or are you just being a little shady? Yes,
1: yeah. because like <laughs> totally. Because like I could see him, you know, being like, "Oh." Blah, 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 likes blah, blah, blah. Well, I like her too. So, you know, because like people, yeah. if they don't know who Kenny likes, um, right. he can be a little bit more uh, clever like, as to how hi. or who he yeah, gets. Like he can yeah. be like
0: a sleeper Asian. <laughs> <about him.
1: laughs> yeah. So
0: basically, the boys are pretty quick about it. The girls, their first impressions were a little bit more in depth. I think Haruka started off the bat by saying she thought Ruka was cute. So Ruka thinks Haruka is cute. Her- Ruka thinks ruka is cute so kind of seems like there's a little bit of a connection there um so we'll see how that (laughs) works out Uh, but the other girls also agreed that they think ruka is adorable and i think Mm -hmm. like i mean off the bat i mean even the studio audience like our studio the panelists i think tori Chung, which is the she's one of the um, people are sitting on the couch Mm -hmm. she's half She's British. She's also a lawyer. It was amazing, but random, random tidbit. But she Jung is very into Ruka. She's like <laughs> in love with him, and that becomes a recurring thing, which is adorable. But yeah. I mean, I can see. Like, I feel like in Japan, he'd be like a dude that be that would translate very well because I feel like mm-hmm. with Japanese women, they really like men that they can like take care of
1: almost. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like that. Like, yeah, like he's just so cute and friendly, has- and like he just. Want to be around him, and he's he's adorable. Mm -hmm. He's just very cute.
0: I just I don't know how realistic it would be
1: to a romantic connection. Yeah, like he's adorable, and and that's what I'm curious too. I'm curious to see if anything does turn romantic or if it's more kind of friendship. It just
0: feels like such because he's so attractive.
1: Yeah, like he's very good to
0: look at. Mm -hmm. Like I just I feel like he should be a model. Or something like yeah, he just
1: he might be too shy be like I feel like he doesn't exude the confidence I mean, that most models have models he is
0: very cute like very attractive yeah, I mean but print models don't necessarily have to be confident I feel like he's wit- he's not confident enough to be an actor for sure Yeah, no, no, I feel like no. he's not. but I feel like that's kind of like the vibe he might end up I literally yeah. he's no I have no idea he's like a question mark for me yeah because he, just, he doesn't, like, literally his goal is to, like, talk to girls. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not so much, like, he he's working a part-time job. He doesn't really have any goals. Like, he's only been working for four months. Like, he hasn't really set if he has any, like, career goals yet. But I feel like. Everyone in this house is very career oriented. Yeah. If you see, like, Corey has her job and she's an illustrator and she wants to keep pursuing that. Kenny is trying to make his band more big, like uh, huge. Haruka is acting and she wants to do that. Reseko is trying to do parkour. Mm-hmm. All that.
1: Yeah, Well um, like the age then, difference plays in that. Yeah. You know, like I feel like he just isn't at a place where he's necessarily like established, where he's kind of like, oh, I want to meet people I, and have fun. And I feel like the house will push myself. him
0: though because yeah. it's house full of people who are very
1: career oriented that's true or like at least the girls are very pushy yeah (laughs) not pushy but
0: they're very like how he kind
1: of picks up on that would be really interesting it'll
0: be interesting to see how that affects him because I feel like (laughs) he's the most like I'm just gonna see how it goes and he doesn't really have and he's he also said he works a part-time job but he only works three times a week yeah so very like that's out of seven, seven, seven days, he doesn't do anything else. So yeah. I, that was one of the things the studio was like, wait, you only work three days a week. Wait, that's <laughs> your only job. Like you're acting, you you have a job that's like you have a full time job, like yeah. you're an actor. So that's, I mean, I, I'm very interested to see where that goes. Yeah, it should be cute. Uh, easiest to talk to. I think the next thing was the girls who were talking about Haruka said she thought Shohei was the easiest to talk to, and Corey agreed. And they also discuss how they think uh, Kenny is very reserved and quiet, which is something we also noticed. So, yeah. And then something that I thought um, was interesting, famous last words that I wrote was Resecko said, quote, I hope we don't like the same boys. Yeah, I thought that too. I was like,
1: ooh, mic drop. He knows what's about to happen. <laughs> I wrote
0: famous last words, guys. Yeah, <laughs> like if you go off of like anything that that Caitlyn and I, cl- Caitlyn and I are very well versed in in storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> mainly because our jobs require us to read and watch yeah. a lot of content which is fictional and yeah so we're very like and one of the first things you learn is when you tell the story or in storytelling is when someone tells you something is hope they hope something doesn't happen it's always gonna happen <laughs> yep. or they say that definitively this is not happening like we will not die then yep. that person is gonna die or someone they love is gonna die like it's li- every movie every story you've watched that's usually what happens. It's so
2: expected
0: expected. you expect it. You expect yeah. it. So like if you as soon as the, you say this is going to happen, the universe will tell you, uh, uh-uh, you don't think you don't know anything. Yep. You
1: don't know nothing. I, do. I feel like so, the difference with that between girls and guys, too. The guys are kind of like, oh, you know, we all like different girls, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. So, like the girls are more likely to. So, like, the yeah. They're kind of like the same guy. It isn't that many
0: choices? Because I mean, technically, mm-hmm. there are three girls and three boys. But yeah. like you think about it, Ruka isn't really in contention yet because yeah. he's not really, like, in a place to be in a relationship. He can't even talk to girls. Yeah. So the girls aren't really going to see. And all the girls are like, he's so cute. He's yeah. so
1: cute. They're not as, like, drawn to him, like, romantically yeah. yet where I feel like, like, I feel like he's not beautiful. in the picture romantically. Yeah. Like, they think he's attractive and cute, but I don't think they
0: see him as a real prospect yet. Like yeah, as, like, a partner. Yeah. yeah. So they're, just like, they, they're, like, he's attractive. Like, yeah. they like him that way. So I feel like... It, it's realistically speaking, they're really only going to be fighting over two guys. Yeah. <laughs> fighting the house, which is going to be Kenny and Shohei. Yeah. So, like, and all 3 girl, girls—and there's three girls to two yep. guys. So, it's it's very likely that it's at least two of the girls are going to overlap. Yeah. I mean, if you think about just, just like, possibility-wise, I yeah. mean, that's probably going to happen. And literally, because the editors were saying, Risiko, I hope we don't like the same boys. Haruka, that could cause some problems. Mm-hmm. And, and even when they talk about guys that they're nor- that are normally their type, because right after this they discuss, okay, well, what's your type? Mm-hmm. And Haruka says she likes guys who are funny, mm-hmm. and then Risako says she likes someone who laughs a lot. Yeah, like basically the same the thing. same thing, right. just in different ways. Yeah, like the same guy. Yeah, um, and then. Ko says someone who can love deeply and big that makes me feel secure in his love and our for me and our love for each other. Yep. And then Kari goes, oh, I hope something like that exists. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought <laughs> hilarious and adorable. Yeah. Something done, like a grown-up would say to, like, someone yeah. who's seven years or junior. Just like, yeah. I'm so, I'm happy that you have ideals. But yeah. <laughs> I hope
1: you find that <laughs> Just wait until life it's Turn
0: 28 and see that life isn't that yeah. way. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> um, which I thought was very hilarious. But also very indicative of, like, just it really shows who risako is she's very cute and cutesy and like she wants someone who can make her make her feel secure and their love for her and their love yeah. together but then she also says on the other hand like she tends to date guys that she she's are dating and then she like turns around after they've been dating and is like wait i you're not the same person yeah. so like i feel like she also doesn't really know what she wants really like because her whole thing isn't really like this is the type of person I want. She's like, I just want someone who makes me feel secure in the fact that they love me. Which yeah. I don't really think is really about a person. It's just that she is pretty insecure in love. I you know, if it's she,
1: more of an internal thing. That's yeah. easy for
0: us to say because we're not doing it. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to do a lot of work on myself romantically. Yeah. But we're not talking about me. So it's okay. Anyway, so basically that's kind of pretty much the beginning Mm -hmm. Um, and then they go into the audience or the panelists and they basically discuss uh, what they think so I'm really interested to see since now we're at the panelist point I'm interested to see what you think about the format of like this panelist
1: thing I liked it because it it reminded me of like when you're just like sitting at home like watching TV with your friends how you know the headphones in and they're all just like and like, like almost like a little half circle, like talking yeah. and making jokes and I liked cool. that. It felt very like comfortable where I felt yeah. like I was watching it with my friends. Yeah. Um, I really admired that. And like I don't really know anything about the panelists of the people, you know, you said like they're comedians mm-hmm. and things like that.
2: Yeah. Um
1: I'm not I'm not familiar with them, but I, I really liked them and I enjoyed yeah. their commentary. It felt I yeah, really it just felt like I'm at home sitting with my friends watching it too. Right. Exactly. And
0: I feel like especially with a certain characters you'll find as the season goes on you'll notice their personalities and I feel like a lot of my friends when they watch this season like or the show they'll I'll I'll be like oh you watch past seasons and then I'll watch past seasons Mm -hmm. so that they get familiar and then you kind of get used to the brand of like each character or each comedian or and commentator so on the show itself there's panelists there's one two three four, five, six people. And then from the left to the right, they always sit in the same order. And it's Baba Jang who's on the corner. She is like variety person. She's also been in comedy before, but she's no longer really does comedy. She's more of like an entertainment personality who's funny. Next to him is Toki san who used to be a comedian. Right now, he's no longer on the show, actually. He has been basically blacklisted from... <laughs> Japanese entertainment because of tax evasion um so you will see him until part one and then part two he'll disappear and then they'll reference him on the show um but he's not on it anymore it's pretty funny I, I I want to start off the bat with disclosing that because it's something that a lot of my friends have asked me about um they're like where'd he go and it's also the first thing my mom told me about when she came to visit me Three months ago. And she was just like, oh, did you know? I was like, wait, no, he's on the show. She's like, no, he's gone. And I was like, what? And then literally part two started and he disappeared. And they basically referenced that he made some mistakes and he went home to basically (sighs) cool his head off and reevaluate his life is how they addressed it on the show, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. But like, it's really, okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, but he he's, he's really great on the show. He tends to like do these really funny asides where he goes down these tangents with him and you, which is the woman who sits next to him, who's kind of like the leader of the show. She is basically the veteran. She's been, she's an actress, model, celebrity. She's been in TV the longest. She is the most prestigious out of everyone on that panel. She's been around the longest. So in this, in the show, they also have like their own like mom, dad, and child. That's kind of how they reference mm-hmm. themselves. Yu <laughs> calls herself the mom. Tokisa who sits on the floor, he calls himself the dad of the group. And then the girl who sits next to him is their child. It's really ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, they all make jokes. It's really funny. Yamachan is the one with the glasses. He enjoys when everyone is fighting. So that's his brand. He loves when people are infighting. And he's a little bit more of like the cynical. <laughs> Guy, and mm-hmm. so he's
1: funny, and then the, the drama,
0: yeah, he's like really into the drama and he loves like when people fight. Um, and then when people don't fight, he gets really sad, and <laughs> it's really funny because he ends up being like pretty much everyone that I know ends up falling in love with Yamachan because he can be a little harsh and mean. And you'll see later on that, like, that ends up working badly on some of the people on the show, they get really depressed, but he's like, I don't care, this is my character, I'm leaning into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing it for 10 years. It's yeah. it's amazing. Anyway, he's great, but you'll see that they don't really like they they push the car- the members in different ways and they provide great contacts, I think anyway. But yeah, they basically said that it's really funny because they said like, Oh, we really love that there are no lazy la- lazy cheapos in this house who like are are lazy and they're not they're all like really passionate and blah blah blah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was pretty interesting. They also uh, they also really like Ruka. They thought it, they well mostly Tori-chan loves Luca, Ruka Ruka <laughs> and right and then so Yamachan has pretty much he's the one with the glasses. He loves to find people who are endearing, who seem endearing but actually are schemy, which um, is really interesting. And he what an interesting thing that I found was he off the bat guessed that. Haruka and Risako will have some major problems, problems yeah. is what he suspects. Mm-hmm. And then Babachan uh, also suspected that Karori will get stuck in the middle of their drama, yeah. which I thought was really interesting. And I also, like, agree with what they're saying. I think it's interesting. Um, but I think it's cool because they see certain things because they've been watching the show. They've they've Most of all of them have been commentators on the show for the past few seasons so they've been doing this for a really long time they know the format they know the types of people they know um, what to expect, they don't like they expect
1: things so like yes
0: yeah, so it's nice because they get to kind of they give you these ideas so that's what I was saying earlier about how sometimes I don't know if my reaction is my reaction or it's like a seed that they put in my head mm-hmm. but I think it's really important for them to orient you and remind you what Japan is like, because it's really not the same as the States, but then as the show keeps going on, because there's a lot more international people on this season, it's cool to see how their commentary shifts when there are more members on the show who have grown up in the States. So the way that they date is a little bit more similar to how we date out here Mm -hmm. than how typically Japanese people date in Mm -hmm. Tokyo. So seeing that difference is also really interesting and how they how they view it so I think it's really invaluable because like you were saying earlier it's kind of like the people's couch where it's like watching with your friends but Mm -hmm. these friends have this unique context for Japan in a way that you don't necessarily have Mm -hmm. Uh, which I also agree with too because I did grow up in Japan but I also left at 18 and I haven't lived there really since I left so they see things that I don't necessarily remember or think about on a daily basis Mm -hmm. which yeah i kind of feel like you
1: learn from them they're kind of yeah
0: and like certain things they say like yamachan also said like how actors tend to be strong-willed stubborn and think very highly of themselves which is what he was talking about with haruka and that's Mm -hmm. why he thinks that she might end up becoming an issue in the house yeah she is very strong she's probably going to be strong-willed and stubborn Mm -hmm. and think highly of herself and i don't think that that's a bad assessment of Mm -hmm. of of haruka i think Mm -hmm. that I mean, as a first impression, I wouldn't be... I think that that is bad. Because I don't think those things are necessarily bad things. But I think when you're living with people, it could be... It could be, unish- yeah, it could butt heads. She could right, be more exactly. like, right up my head so that other people... Because right, of that. yeah. And then they were saying how Nisako, the young 21-year-old parkour athlete, seems very blunt. Which I also mm-hmm. noticed she's very forthright. And, like, yep. she just kind of, like, blurts stuff out. Which, later on at the dinner table, when they're at dinner... They talk about, like, who do you like? And then she blurts stuff out, which I think is pretty great. I think from a viewer standpoint, I like it because I know what she's about. And, like, I don't have to guess what she's thinking. But then I can also see how that can also be a problem. Because I think in relationships, there's also a thing called nuance. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like, telling everyone everything you think is really selfish. And it's not thinking about the other person. So that could end up being interesting, And then the one thing I thought was also interesting was that Tokui-san, the one who is gone for tax evasion, mentioned that he saw Ruka potentially being a problem child, which I never really thought about until he mentioned something. Because in this show, he does very, like, how they're introducing him. He does seem really cute and adorable, but then he also was like, I don't know, he could be a problem. Yeah. See how like, without the right intentions or motivation, he could probably be, like, I don't know, not wanting to do anything,
1: because it's not, yeah. like, of all stuff. of them, I could see him being the one that is maybe the most lazy, or just kind of there yeah. to have fun, or, you know, just uh, take things not as seriously right. of I could see have that anything from him.
0: And, like, if you don't have to, like, if you're not motivated to, like, have to make rent or something, like, yeah. why would you get a job? Yeah. Right? So, like, I can see what he's saying with all of that. Yeah. What else are they doing? Okay, this last thing is oh, they go to supermarket mm-hmm. to make dinner, which I no. loved
1: that. Oh yeah. my gosh,
0: cool. What like it's very different from the states, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So like I was saying earlier about how like a lot of times reality shows um, where they're kind of like disconnected. You know, yeah. from the outside world, like I was actually really surprised. I didn't realize, you know, I didn't even like consider the fact that they right. could leave the house. Like when they open oh, yeah. up the fridge, everything's empty. I was a little confused and they're like, right, oh, right, let's right. just go shopping. And right. I was like, I was like, wait, they get to like go hang out outside the house and do like <laughs> normal things, like go I shopping know. or making dinner. Like I feel like you oh, learn yeah. a lot about a, a person when you when you do that and nope. I, I love that I was like also Wait, side is- note the guy Tokui-san uh one of
0: the, the one of the studio panelists the guy who's no longer on the show because of tax evasion he literally mentions on the audio like when they go into the supermarket oh my god I just was shopping there last week for my groceries like <laughs> he goes to that supermarket yeah so like even the panelists themselves talk about how they love the fact that like it's so interactive like yeah he could have literally been shopping and bumping into these people and he wouldn't yeah, have been
1: like a normal thing like exactly. to me it just it's felt so, so sincere and yeah. real just the fact that they're like oh let's go let's go shopping let's go cook together and right. eat dinner and, together like i just, i love that even just when they were talking about like who wants to go
0: shopping or not and then Corey's like i don't want to go <laughs> like, yeah <he> just, <laughs> like I don't want to go there and then like they're all talking about like I that's also one of the things that like I think a lot of people talk to me about this show and they're like why would they like it it's just like a lot of this show is literally about them planning for things like it's not even and then doing them like they're they plan to go meet each other they plan to buy groceries for for dinner and then they go (laughs) and then you get to watch the whole process it's like mundane but also amazing yeah and I loved okay first of all I just love watching like I love Japanese supermarkets period they're my favorite thing when I go home like they're so clean and packaged and like I could spend hours in a Japanese supermarket it's just I actually have I think I might have been to one of those ones like the one that they went to like it's a chain and I just love it it's just so cute and I also loved how how literally them buying stuff in that supermarket with friends is literally how it is to buy groceries with friends when you're making dinner I love that I mean, because, like, there's always two people who run off together and then one person who's with the groceries. With the I mean, literally. <laughs> and then, literally, as before they went to go, they ran off. Like, they don't, and also, they never said, like, oh, wait here for a second, we're going to run off and go do stuff. Like, Yeah, the they
1: just, t- like, let her just, to, like, so follow them around with the cart. It was so rude.
0: They didn't mention anything. Like, she's going to go with rice. And, like, they weren't like, oh, we're going to go run to get a tea. The two of them just have a conversation about the tea, and then they run off. Yep. And they're not, like, hey, we'll be right back or anything. Like, I think they just assumed that they would be right back. But, like, mm-hmm. they've also just met, like, three hours ago. Yeah. So, like, also, like, you have to remember that. They're <laughs> so They're just,
1: kinda, like, still that, trying to figure I each know. other out as well.
0: Exactly. And then they run off. So then Risa was like, well, what do I do? So <laughs> she and turns they, the corner and she's like wait they disappeared god. again <laughs> well, it was like a movie it was literally yeah. like a movie and she goes oh my god they disappeared and i was yeah. like oh my god this is so awkward <laughs> <laughs> like, now she's kind of like third wheeling in a way I was like, <laughs> she's like, it's, it's so rough. weird and also like when that when they first drove off too, like Oh, this is also the moment you find out that Haruka is really into cars. Like she's Mm -hmm. insanely into cars. And like before the show starts, they always do like on YouTube, they do these interviews with each new cast member and they talk a little bit about themselves and stuff. It's like extra content. So I've Mm -hmm. actually seen all these interviews because I'm insane. And when I don't have enough content of Terrace House, I like go looking for it. (laughs) Um, So I watched her interview. So I kind of knew that she was really into cars. And so what she did is she ended up, so this is a little backstory on her. She like got really into cars. She saw Corvette and she was like, oh my God, I need to drive that car. So she ended up like saving up all her money to buy one and she owns her own Corvette. It's beautiful. She'll drive it later. And then she basically said that she used to work for her career, like for her fulfillment, like her own fulfillment in her career. But she says now she works to put money in her car. And it's really cute. She races the cars and she has like a group of old men who come out regularly who work on her car. So she's really into this car. And this also gives you a little context of like her and people she normally hangs out with because she basically just more, she works on this car and she works. So like when this car is getting worked on, it's all these older men who work on this car and she's the center of their attention because like not many cute young girls
1: like cars like and that and like, like, and, like race them. yeah, yeah. So, Like she's very
0: used to being the center of male attention. Yeah. Which is something that I think is good to know. Yeah. Anyway, but like when they were talking in the car, I thought when I, when they first went to go shopping, I was like hmm i thought the three of them were going but then when you're in the car like it seems like it's a date between yep. veruca and kenny like they're talking about like driving and she's talking about the car and then i like i literally wrote like in my notes i was like wait is recycle in the car well, okay she- i thought that too i was like Are is she there
1: and then we <laughs> get like to the part, her part market, of it and she's, she's there. there yep you know, so like, i was like did they just like ditch her and have her go by herself did she I drive herself like what
0: like, i was so, so confused yeah so, like, literally the whole energy of that entire thing was just them yeah. like on a date it felt yeah. so awkward I did do I was like I kind of felt bad for her Um Odd. I felt like it was kind of rude like yeah. I felt like I mean I get like you're just all trying I'm sure it's like a lot of high energy and stuff when you're just meeting like and
1: stuff but I just thought it was a little rude And It just seemed like they didn't care. Like, I don't know. I kind of got, I was like,
0: "Eh, they they
1: didn't really think it feel like
0: it. And it just kind of felt very like indicative of both of those people's personalities, like where they just, they didn't even care, which it seems like when you hear more of what they say, it kind of confirms their actions, their actions confirm later things they say in the episode, which I think was pretty, pretty fair. Yeah, she likes talking about how much she loves cars. And then we then we flip back to the house and they're in the house. Like you they're washing utensils and they're like basically talking and in the house is Corey, Ruka, and Shohei. And then they basically just talk about their lives and why they're here and their backgrounds. You find a little bit more about each person. Obviously, cinnamon roll Ruka, who can't mm-hmm. talk to girls, is very quiet and awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, And you find out that he is the eldest out of uh, one, two, three, four, five siblings, including himself. He has one little brother, a little sister, and then two more little sisters on younger than that who are twins and they're fourth grade. So mm-hmm. He's the eldest, and the youngest in his family is fourth grade, and he's the eldest, and he has, like, four siblings. Four siblings? Yeah. Yep. And then Shohei is an only child, and Kori has an older brother who's five years older than her. Mm-hmm. So, um, kind of get to know a little bit about that. Uh, the reason why Japanese people talk a lot about that, and I think we talk about it in American culture, too, but a lot more in Japanese culture is it's very, like, it's like a, a way for people to judge other people, I guess, like, very easily, like... When people say, "Oh, you're," she's an only child. Like I get a lot of, like, "Oh, okay," yeah. like, and, and, yeah. because you're just. I, I mean, it's similar here. Like it when is. people say, like. My child they're just like oh god yeah you know? so like oh i'm the middle child and right. three like it's very yeah. similar to that but in japan it's just like one of the first things people ask you because it's, it's one of those things where like duty and honor and responsibility is very big in japan and if you're the oldest you're supposed to care about like you're supposed to take care of your younger kids and it's not just like you you should but it's like a requirement like yeah. it's You know, and the eldest, when your parents get old, the eldest takes them into their home and like all this stuff. There's all this like responsibility and duty. So they talk about that a lot. It's it's not as much in the current society and like now it's not as big as it used to be, but they still reference it and sort of like a personality. Thing. so that's one of the reasons why they discuss that and better know it sooner than later I guess right. better know <laughs> Sooner rather than later which I also think is um, and not to be like not to say that like even if you have siblings you can still be irresponsible and not take responsibility and even if you don't have siblings you can also be very nurturing and like an awesome like big sister type even though you never had siblings in your life so I'm not saying that it's like an end-all be-all but it's also very indicative of mm-hmm. these individual people, I think. And as you keep seeing these uh, these people, these members live their lives on the show. You'll see how they kind of work out. Yeah. And then Corey talks about how she has been oh she's been drawing for a living for two years now, and she shows them a little bit of her drawings, which are on uh, her phone case, which I thought were so cute.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: I really love her drawing. I think they're really cute. But she they were like illustrations from Fudge magazine is what she said. Which I thought was cool. I really like Kenny is also Kenny also draws uh, and he showed us a little bit on and earlier on his drawings and they're very different style. Like I feel like if calories were more of like um, like kind of like i'm trying to think of like what kind of magazine her her drawings would be like over here maybe like w magazine or like maybe vogue or that something like sense. that i feel like that's yeah. kind of like her vibe mm-hmm. whereas like Penny's is very like beachy like he said yeah. that he his theme of the girls that he draws is like girls who would be by the beach
1: yep and, and then I'm i think holding he, like he,
0: surfboards and things yeah, like that surfboard. yeah draws a lot of Instagram influencers like which yeah. I've noticed because I've been on his Instagram. I follow all of the people on Instagram. This but I only did it because okay, I got full disclosure, I got my facialist into this show. She will also be on the show in a future episode. I she really wants to and I, I'm literally just gonna make her do it. <laughs> um but basically she follows everybody on on Instagram and I was going she to, told me but then I yeah. don't
1: want to get spoiled. <laughs>
0: Honestly like it's really hard if you like yeah it's hard not to that's why I follow them until now but then I Mm -hmm. just was like she was like I follow them all so then for this Instagram account I just followed all of them and so you can see on his Instagram he posts all these photos and he tags the models he based them on the photos and a lot of the time he 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 does like other photos he sees on Instagram he'll draw them and then he puts the extra photo in the slide and he tags the model so he's he's like drawn like Taylor Shea and like a lot of big influencers um that are really cute and i really like his style it's very like mm, i don't know it's very painterly like layered colors and stuff very ethereal but hers is a lot more illustrated his is like Layers on layers of like paint making like a shit like blue, green, yellow, orange, and then all that on top of each other makes mm-hmm. like a skin color. If that yeah.
1: that makes sense, like yeah, it's really yep. hard to describe illustrations. <laughs> like, yeah, but because I'm not an illustrator uh, artist myself exactly. too, pretty so pretty awesome. a lot of times I'm like, I don't understand <laughs> it, but just, it's amazing. <laughs> just look it up on Instagram, guys, yeah. or
0: we'll post it on Twitter. Anyway, they're both like artists and whatever. So oh, and then Rizuko asks Haruka if she makes a lot of dinner like for herself. And she says yes. So that kind of, like, shows, I guess, like, that she does it a lot. And she's the the one who mainly cooks the curry for dinner. So then they all get back to the house after the market. And then you see all the six people are in the kitchen cooking and preparing. Like, literally, like, all six of them are in this tiny... It's not it's tiny, so but... so cute. The, having them all so together. Cute. Yeah, like, you see... What is it? Um, Shohei is making salad and... Kenny and and Haruka are trying to make the the curry and then uh Risako is cutting cheese for their cheese platter. You basically see like oh and Kenny's really good with avocado. Like not many people know how to cut an avocado like that. Yeah, It's pretty amazing. It
1: was and then you work, see like putting everything together. And then the table itself like oh, I wish they made dinner for me. Oh, I like, was that, I was like oh my gosh because I'm not a very good cook. And so I was just admiring them. I was like, oh, my God, can we be friends? Can you cook for me?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, I literally wrote, if I ate meat and drank and ate dairy. <laughs> yeah. Evan. Full disclosure, we're, you're vegetarian, I'm Vegetarian. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm a vegan now. So, yeah, it's just, it, it makes me sad because, like, I have a feeling when I go to Japan, it might not last while I'm in Japan, I might be a flexible <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. At least you and I are kind of in the same boat. We're like, we can like try to fight things together. <laughs> I know. we are fight through this together. Yeah. Oh my God. The food looks so good though. That curry, man, it looked really delicious. It was funny because on the audio, the people in the, in the studio, they were like, I think Yamachan was talking about like, oh, please tell me they're not making Kima curry on the first day. Cause that's like really like, specific and intense and I was like who cares what kind of curry it <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's crazy. a dry curry it's not an Asian I was like dude chill like <laughs> just funny Then he was like well like as a first impression don't you think that's kind of like a really aggressive meal and I was like aggressive curry and I was like is there an aggressive curry like yeah. does it matter
1: I'm, when you eat that when's a good time to have that curry? <laughs> listeners is there such thing as an aggressive curry <laughs> And uh, when's a good I, time to bring it in to the meal? I am. I mean, I guess he
0: said, like, because they didn't make it, like, overnight or anything, they just made it to, it's like, big. leave out. So, like, it's it not, like, the flavor profile isn't as deep. Uh, but apparently this is what the, they're talking about <laughs> on the panel. <laughs> Which curry is the best curry to start with? Uh, <laughs> the first impression. I don't know. It just looked really delicious. So I was just like, I mean, I was just impressed that they made like a full ass meal. Yeah,
1: it was like a full the- dinner, which I mean- they were all talking about how hungry they were. And I was like, wow, they like took the time to actually like cook a real meal together. Like each yeah, kind of had a roll in preparing scary. it. On their first day that they showed up at the house. Yeah. I guess it's something to do too than like sit around and like wait yeah or like have one person cook like at least this way yeah yep. it totally gave it's them together. all something to do like great. oh us well, just just that. make it go faster and
0: then as like people start living in the house and people get jobs and their schedules start like getting weird it's gonna be harder and harder for them all to do stuff like this so it is nice that they do do it on the first night i really love when they all make dinner together and they all eat together because i feel like it's just that's the beauty of them all living like six people living in a house when you get to see them all together doing stuff I just really love the seasons when all the like, all the members are really close and they all have like a good relationship
1: mm-hmm. because I
0: find when they're all drinking and having dinner together they have more interesting conversations
1: it's just because there's like, more companionship yeah. they're comfortable with each other I love that it's super rare
0: I feel like in most yeah. reality because I feel like most reality shows they're also just like living their lives either you don't like see them sitting in
1: a house together because they're not usually living together like that yeah or they're like doing activities it's not yeah. focused on the kind of like mundane things like exactly. cooking like they're all here.
0: like even the bachelor like you don't really get to see them living in the house which is probably why I enjoy like bachelor in paradise more because mm-hmm. they're all just being together yeah. which is more interesting to me I don't yeah, know Special the
1: well. paradise they're just like kind of sitting around like there's nothing that to do right. With the bachelor they're all in these like crazy adventures and things yeah. like that we're like you don't see them just like hanging I just, out I
0: kind of like I like minimal interference I like yeah. a, like event for them to do but I just want like the people to like live Either their way lives. yeah, yeah I observe I don't want like people to get involved and like push people into a connect into like a corner and be like you should date him or like this person was talking about you what do you think like yeah I I don't need you to do that for me I just I'd rather like it if they find out together because the tension of like oh my god is she gonna find out oh my Uh god oh my god she's oh my god she found out oh
1: my god oh my god like that's so much more interesting yeah it's an actual like human interactions versus like kind of pushing drama or like kind of forcing upon drama like no it's just them talking and drama will ensue normal drama like it happens
0: the universe Makes shit happen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. After the curry prep. Oh, right. I, if only I made, made meat, cheese, and drank beer. Okay. Marisa Cole asked the people who stayed home what they did while they were gone. Right. And then this is like one of the last things they talk about. I guess. Oh, at dinner. Um, and then they're just like, what were you talking about? Well, we were shopping. And then they were like, we were talking about how Rick, I can't talk to boy, I have to, can't talk to a girl, blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly so he asks, like, literally, obviously, we're going to talk, just talk about Cinnamon Roll. Ooh. And Cinnamon Roll gets asked if he's ever dated anyone in the past. And then he says yes, because he gets more acclimated the more he, like, dates people. Yeah. And then basically, like, the people from the studio, like, the, the commentators and the audio were just talking about whether or not they think he's a virgin or not. <laughs> <laughs> I was I mean, like, "Oh my god! Like, who cares?" But like, I mean, he's probably a virgin. Like, you can still date people and not and be a virgin. So, true. who knows? But who cares? But they do talk about this on the show. So, that's just something to think about. Like,
1: I guess. Yeah, I didn't really uh, consider. I wasn't thinking about that in the moment, but now I am. I- Either and, now I'm going to and continue to think about it and until I <laughs> turned the audio commentary
0: on, and then the young. Okay, so the first person who referenced this was. Um, okay, so there's one person who's not like a variety star on the panel, and it's the guy, the the younger male cast member. He's mm-hmm. actually an actor. He's mm. like the only like, like TV like film actor that's on the show. He's not like a TV star. He's not doesn't do entertainment. This is literally the only non acting job he has and he sits next to yamachan and he's like he's really quiet most of the time but he's pretty funny and he was the first one who like under his breath was like is he a virgin <laughs> 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 cuz everyone in the panel were like you're the first person to ask that like didn't expect that coming <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny But I think that was pretty hilarious. They will because they do have like on the show is one of the few shows in Japan where they do talk about sex, Mm -hmm. which I think is good. It's it needs to be normalized in Japan where they talk about sex and sexual orientation and gender and all those things. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 interesting because we're that's the spectrum of like people on this show. Like it is a romantic show, but there are people on this show who are like, I've dated someone before.
1: <laughs> and yeah, then there and are the ones who like I want to get married and have kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, last
0: season there was this whole storyline about this one girl who was telling everyone she's only held hands with someone, and then it find and you find out later that she and one of the other cast members were secretly having sex Ooh. behind, but like at her family home Ooh. and not telling every anyone about it, and became this whole like drama thing when it like when it came out came to light that sh- they were secretly having sex and telling everyone that they only held hands. So it becomes kind of a a big topic (laughs) on the show because basically, I mean, the reason why everyone's on the show is to be forthright, to be forthcoming. Um, If you don't want to share, don't be on the show is basically very important on the show because it is one of those shows where they are allowed to go out into the public. um, They really frown upon if like the people who are living in the house like are on Reddit and read like message boards or something and bring that to the house they get really turned off by it so they they like they allow the members to live in society but they don't want them to bring in that stuff to the house basically which is complicated and hard to do but i mean we'll see how that when they're
1: not being discontinued or disconnected yeah like because they 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 can look whatever they want
0: all about self-control show like they don't they they aren't like they can't block like Instagram. <laughs> yeah, so they can they look up and
1: see whatever they they're want. Yeah, they're not really they see anything. Everything in real time. Everything.
0: It's, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. <laughs> so there's that. And then... Right, he talks about how he likes older girls. But he only dates younger girls. The boys say they like older girls. I think all the boys say they like older girls. At this yeah. point... Oh, this is when Kenny says he likes both. Mm-hmm. And then Reseko goes... Oh, so you mean you just like women then? <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny.
1: Um, like anyone who's not my age.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, I don't care. All right. And then the biggest thing I felt like on this... on In this conversation, that, that was a huge thing for me. That I, like, didn't even remember him talking about. Was they talk about what kind of people they want to date. And then Kenny says that he wants to date someone out of the limelight. Mm-hmm. And he wants a stay-at-home home mom type that can offer emotional support so verbatim kari asks him so like someone in the traditional sense who takes a step back and fades into the background to let you shine and cheers you on question mark and kenny says yes that's appealing that would be perfect
1: yeah he wants someone that's just
0: kind of there very traditional like he He's he's a singer, he's a lead vocalist of band. He said he wants to date a woman who when he when when she knows that he's out drinking with his friends or his buddies, she won't text him or contact him at all. Yeah. And he says like I wouldn't do that t- to her either. And so he's just this like very like traditional in Japan they call it teshukumpaku, which is basically like a husband, the husband chooses all. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right right like translation mm-hmm. but it's basically like the the man the husband is the pillar and then the woman basically revolves around him mm-hmm. uh, which is very very traditional Japanese way of male thinking mm-hmm. where they want the woman to be a housewife at home not really doing anything with her career basically their whole focus is to like live and die for them yeah which I mean if that's what you want that's what you want yeah but I just like didn't even <laughs> realize that that's what he wanted like I
1: forgot that. Which Was is into the same conversation where um, Corey was talking about uh, like jealousy and stuff as well? Was yeah, that the same exactly. conversation? Yeah, He said, like I don't get jealous, so like because yeah. they
0: were like, well, he's like I don't want her to call me, and like I won't call her either. Yeah, is it like, because I don't get jealous? Yeah, and then the girls were like that's so sad. Like yeah. you don't care. Yeah, and then and then the boy the and then Shohei goes like, well, I'm really jealous. Like yep. if if my girlfriend and I are watching a movie and she says oh, this, this lead actor is hot. Then I'll be like, what about me? Like, yeah. what do you think about me? Am I yeah. hot? Like, which that was so cute. It also really reminds me of my boyfriend. <laughs> it's very true, but I, I get that. It's very different. And then I think all the girls say they would want their boyfriend to be a little jealous, like to, just mm. to care. Like, yeah.
1: just to, know? Yeah. Cause there's a difference between like being overly jealous and clingy and not at all where you're like, well, do you care at all?
0: Yeah. Like where you're like, I don't want her to check in with me ever and I don't want to check in with her either, period. Yeah. It's like, well then are you dating? Like yeah, totally. You like, what's then? the point? Exactly. And so yeah. So he goes, I wanna I wouldn't be the same, I don't get jealous. And so Corey and Haruka go, that's so sad. I wouldn't <laughs> want that. I'd want him to be jealous. Yeah. And then Risa says at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. So basically at this point, you see they've all basically talked kind of like who they're into. But then at this point, like Kaury and Haruka are like, no, I don't want Kenny. Yeah. Yep. What? Like, this is not, you're 31. Like, no. Yep. And the is like, well, I want him to at least be a little jealous, mm-hmm. is what she says. Um, yeah. but she isn't like, no, not at all. Yeah. So I feel like with her, she's like, that's not like a deal breaker for her. Mm-hmm. And then Shohei gets very jealous. And then Ruka always says, also says he gets jealous. So mm-hmm out of these people you can see you know kenny is just i don't have i'm I'm sure okay jack 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 is our editor she's not on today but she's gonna bleep this basically kenny is saying he's a boy
1: yeah it's and it kind of was okay with it yeah okay with like
0: it. admittedly being yeah, one. admittedly which i mean if that's if that's what you are then that's what you are and he's owning it um yeah. so i think that that's cool and off the bat like it's it's good that off the bat he's saying this like he's like i want to he's the because the w- way he says it is he says like he, Shohei asks him like what kind of girl do you want and he goes like he says anyone but the per- a person who wants to step out in the limelight so he wants someone who's not someone yeah. who's in like the limelight or like their job is to be a star so like off the bat you can tell he's not going to be into Haruka because she's, she's a, a model, model right yeah right and maybe Kaori but I don't know questionable because as an illustrator yes you can kind of into the background but he's also an illustrator so like if he mm-hmm. wants to be someone who's famous if it's someone else who's also kind of in the same job description and she's already yeah. pretty established I don't think that's going to work out for him mm-hmm. so I feel like in this context he might be most interested in Risako. Yeah. I don't know just from like I feel like the other two girls are too go-getter for him yeah yeah know. um we'll see how that goes
1: but that's kind of how I'm interpreting Rysako's it is a little more moldable like or malleable like okay. i feel like she's someone that can be a little bit more open to
0: yeah and also the fact that she was like well
1: i'm maybe a little jealous maybe. But like, yeah no know? like it's, but like isn't really sure yet yeah. yeah
0: and i feel like maybe that's kind of what it is regardless yeah. of whether or not like they do like him or he likes them and just from what they're saying they want it seems like that's what they're kind of leaning into Yeah. Um, But I do like that. Like at least he's not like one of those boys who's saying, "Well, yeah, I do want that." Like off the bat, he's like, "No, I want someone who who doesn't want the spotlight." I just, I literally, he says, "I want anyone but someone who wants the spotlight." Like, yeah, he's like, "In in our relationship, the only room for the spotlight is for me." (laughs) It's basically (laughs) so we're like, "I lead the way." Yeah, I'm curious as to like what his, like astrology is i feel like he might be a leo or something i don't know who knows but he's very like me 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 which is i mean mm. if you're a lead vocalist i get it um especially in japan too and so star like, uh, i don't know but then it's also like then why are you on the show too because it's like well he said he wants to like because settle down or whatever but it's, like, it's like do you right. really <laughs> but you're on a reality show yeah Do you, like, so, like do everyone on the reality show is on the show because they're like kind of like if you're not if you're not, if you're on the show like you're gonna be famous yeah so you probably says yeah Who knows like his career will boost up after I this kind of a career thing most of yeah. the time i think it's more of a career thing but i yeah. think also like he is right like if you are kind of a singer or an actor it's really hard to date in japan mm-hmm. because the, the tabloid culture is very similar to london where they're a lot more invasive in your personal yes. life like I have personal friends from high school who dated celebrity adjacent or, like, pop band type, Mm -hmm. like, boy band type boys. And they were, like, photos of them on a date or, like, whatever were put in, like, a page six type magazine. So, like, and this is when we were, like, 16, 17, like, a long time ago. And they don't really care. So, um, they just put, like, a black block over your eyes so they can't see who you are. But basically, they, they don't blur your face or, like, your clothes. They only just block out your eyes with like a black bar. So like it, it's really tough. So what he does when he did say in the beginning where he says like it's really hard to openly date in Japan. Mm-hmm. I get that, especially for a celebrity. So yeah. I kind of get it. But then it's also like but you said you don't want anyone who's in the limelight. So yeah. Is this really the right place for you. But yeah. whatever. We'll see how it goes. Mm. You know, cuz he might meet someone who is in the limelight and then chooses to not be in it later. So mm. there's that too. All right, and then they're all jealous, whatever. Oh, and then now they go to the girls' room. The girls go to the boys' room. Yep. Uh, yep. Yes. This is this was our first big movement. Um, yep. Yeah. Towards the romance. Towards the, romance. the, uh, the drama. I'm ready. Drama yes it's happening so the girls want to go see the boys room and then the boys were like yeah you, yeah go in they're, they're like yeah <laughs>
1: they're like whatever <laughs> it's a little messy but they're
0: <laughs> like oh yeah it might be messy yeah like, first ahead. of all you just moved in so it's not messy yeah it's not like it's not that's <laughs> just let's just preface this by like how messy can it be now because like let's just because this is going to be our barometer of, like, how messy we're going to see it turn into the future. And I feel like every week we'll just do, like, a degree of maybe 1 to 10 how messy <laughs> Oh, messy it is? Okay. Well Maybe we'll just—it won't even be 1 to 10. It will just be, like, certain types of mess. I don't know. We'll just make it pop culture reference Like, this is mess or whatever. Anyway. <laughs> but it's just, like, it's it's hilarious. Anyway, so they go into the room. And the girls are sitting on the couches, and Shohei is like sitting on the on the floor. And, and love like, like
1: I'll give the tour. Like I'll just yeah. take you. Just takes the girls into the room. Yeah. First takes of all, just
0: takes them into the room and like plops himself down. Yeah. And like, like it's just a very comfortable position where he's like sitting on his butt. Mm-hmm. His left leg is like half extended out, and then he's like leaning on his back hands, like very comfortably. Like, oh yeah, this is like this is chill. chill. Like, yeah. kind of, and the way that he's, because he's on the floor, but he's kind of, like, leaning back and looking up at everyone. Mm-hmm. And just, like, his pose is just very confident and, like, also comfortable. I don't, like, I don't, how do you exude confidence from sitting on the floor like that? Like, it's just. Yeah,
1: it's just like, the way that he faced them and brought them in there. It was just kind of like, yeah, like, I own this yeah. place. It's cool. And then from it's this chill. angle,
0: like, they're talking about just, like, the boys and then, like, You know, they're like, oh, like, have you guys talked, like, what have you you talked about? And then, like, you know, he's like, well, all the boys are, like, really close or whatever, like, blah, blah, blah. And then he just, like, just immediately goes, you know, I'm really interested in you,
1: Corey, very much
0: so yeah like seriously and i would really like to like take you out for a drink sometime this yep. is right after he asks the girls like if they have plans or anything yep. and i don't see karuka like her face being like no i don't have plans mm-hmm. and then like she asks karui out and then she's just like there her face watch. that whole conversation
1: her was face. like
0: oh crap like oh my god and like i don't I, I and i don't even really think it's like she likes him or is interested in him per se it's I think it's more to do with the fact that like she's like not the first person to get asked out
1: yeah Yeah. like I don't know if she wants to be asked out but I I, like I don't don't get she wants the attention like I think even if she like had turned him down or whatever like I think she wanted to be asked or like wanted to be pursued yeah I, I just really
0: funny like I just didn't expect that either I was like wow huh like she's and she is one of those very expressive people yeah. but it's funny because she's an actress but like she clearly can't hide her face.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Cuz you can tell like she was like not super cool about it. Like not What's like this in a jealous way, but you could no. tell that she wasn't. She wasn't super cool. I don't even think it. she realizes why she was like
0: in a bad mood of, about it. Like <laughs> she was mad but she couldn't re- understand why. Yeah. And she was in a bad mood about it. But she couldn't understand why she was in a bad what? mood because she understand why she was mad. Yeah, she was mad. Like it was so <laughs> bizarre. You definitely. And then, was. But I loved how comfortable, like how, like I don't know, it felt nice. Like it was refreshing how, like yeah. clear he was about it. He was like, "I like you a lot. I want to take you out."
1: Were yeah, you, it's straightforward. Yeah. Like wasn't beating around the bush. Wasn't playing games. Like I liked I, that respect. He,
0: how she reacted was so cute too. She was just
1: like so taken
0: off guard. Yeah. She almost expected Haruga to be asked out first, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... From the energy I get from Koyori, she seems very grounded. But I don't think she sees herself as someone who would be asked out first.
1: Yeah. That mm-hmm. makes
0: sense. Yeah. I know. She just sound, seemed, like, surprised. But, like,
1: in a happy way. Yeah. Like, it seemed uh, like she was, like, happy that he'd asked. Yeah. Because uh, also, well, she, she, she likes that. Yeah, you she know? was taken back. She, she was into him. And like
0: I feel like the way he said it to you was also like I mean she talks about it later because then the girls go into the playroom and immediately after this and then they basically discuss what just happened um, away from the boys they are like okay bye and then they go and then go upstairs into like the little playroom where the, the theater room is. And then the three girls are just, like, sitting on the cushions and, like, asking each other what happened and, like, what they think. And then you see, like, Haruka, like, the way she de- places her head. I mean, the pan- the studio audience, like, the studio panelists always also talk about it. Or just, like, the way she, like, extended her neck
1: over, like, the
0: edge of the, the pillow on the back of the couch where she's, like, are you excited? <laughs> um, are you looking forward to it? And, like, yeah. she like... Yeah. And then Haruka's just like, it looks like she it's just like so much of an effort for her to ask. Like, yeah. are you excited? Because her face also is just like so not happy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's yeah, it's almost like she's trying to hide it, but like not really like, it's like, no, uh, like not
0: yeah. hiding it at all. I mean also <laughs> They must be exhausted because they like just this is the first day. Like, they it's g- also
1: like it was like what 1 30 in the morning, it was like yes. really late, so late.
0: Like, they got and they were the first two in the house, too. So, yeah. they must have been up super early. They got into the house like what 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Yeah. I don't know. And then, like, they waited for everyone to show up. And they're like, you're meeting five new people and you're in a room full of cameras, yeah. And we're not there's not cameras in the house like set up, there's just people with cameras and stuff. They take the cameras out. Every After they film, so that they're not always in a cameraed house, which is nice for them, not really for us, but whatever. If I'm like, if I want to watch a show, I want it to be like Big Brother after Dark, where I like constantly get to spy on you,
1: yeah, where it's like anything, yeah, right, right. where anything goes, I, I would see like all. The, you know secretly watch people
0: in the corner, not in a creepy way. Just <laughs> like, you
1: know, they're there're
0: okay, allowed to um, yeah, so ridiculous. So then they talk and then they discuss it. And that's that. And that's how it ends. End of episode one.
1: Yeah.
0: We just finished it.
1: <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah. So and that, then I was like, Caitlin, have... don't watch episode two. <laughs>
0: and then it's so hard to stop because yeah. then like it's like, and then like it starts the second episode, and then like they start recapping, and you're like, yeah, oh my. And then god, I'm like, like oh, I want to
1: know how the date goes. I want them to talk about it. I want to see how he goes and talks to the guys. I was like, oh my <laughs> god, so much. I was ready <laughs> oh, to go see, <laughs> but I'm still ready to
0: go see. Yeah, especially because like first of all, in terms of like story, like there isn't too much happening in this first episode. So initially, I was going to be like we should watch the first two, but then I realized there's just so much explaining to do. That yeah,
1: it's it's all just, it all be a
0: 3-hour podcast yes. yeah. and it would be crazy. But anyway, here we are at the end of the first episode. Recap, we met three boys and three girls so far. We have, we'll go with the oldest. Kenny, 31, musician. He likes, I don't know. We don't know what he likes. He, we also don't really, oh, he's in the house because he's for romance and also for his career. Number two, we have Shohei, who is 26, who is an actor, model, uh, writer, who likes Kaori and has asked her out. And then we have Ruka, 20, adorable, cinnamon roll, part-timer, We don't really know. He likes, kind of likes Haruka. He thinks she's pretty. And then on the girl's side, we have the eldest, Kori. She's 28. She's an illustrator. She came here for her job. Just happened to be single. She thinks Johei's cute. They're going to go out on a date. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. That'll happen next episode, I think. Yay. And then then we have Haruka, who is 24. And she's an actress model. She thinks Ruka is cute. So... So far, we have two people who kind of like each other. We have mm-hmm. Shohan Kauri. We have Ruka. And, Ruka and Haruka. Oh, my God. Ruka and Haruka. How yeah, cute. To say. Couple name would literally just be Haruka, which is it just
1: fits together.
0: I know. They should work out. Love that. That would be cute. And then last but not least, we have Kenny and, and Risiko, which mm-hmm. I don't know. If it worked out, all three couples, all three, one, 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 one two, three. That's three couples. That would be awesome. Yep. Yeah, but because there's no drama, all,
1: and that would be not wonderful for us viewers.
0: But but we all know that, that that's not how the world works. That so uh, that's why we are on this show, and we can talk about it. So at the end of the day, we're going to talk— Okay, now we're going to say, okay, who do we like the most— I'm going to say who I like most out of the girls and most out of the boys. So personally, oh. so far, I'm team Kari on mm-hmm. the girls' side. And I think out of the boys— I like Shohei the best, but I'm most interested to see Ruka's Ruka's journey Mm because he's just like a question mark to me. Like, he's just so cute that it's like, he's like, I feel like he's different. Like, he's just, I'm not looking at him for, like, romance. I'm just looking at him, Mm -hmm. like, just in general. Yeah. Interesting to watch, depending on how long he stays. So
2: yeah.
1: that'll be cool. Those are my picks. I'm Team Corey as well. I love her so much. Still haven't you know, quite figured out whether I like Haruka and Rizuko much? Really yeah mark for me. Yeah, Team Corey for sure. For the guys, well, we know in the beginning I was like Team Kenny. However, as we've been talking, I'm kind of like mm, there's more red flags than I was. Because uh, I like noticing. Him, but then...
0: The whole thing where he was like, I want a yeah. woman who steps behind. I was like, dude, like, that's yeah. kind of sexist. Like, not cool. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, like, that's the, the Japanese way. But, like, I mean, as someone who is, like, a woman who wants to have, like, a career, like, mm-hmm. personally. Like, yeah, it's kind mean, of a slap also, in the face. Yeah. I mean, this is also why, like, I had a problem growing up. And, like, Asian men would not want to date me
1: because <laughs> like, you're no. so headstrong and you want your own-
0: yeah mm. this
1: is this is a this
0: is a problem all women face and I'm saying this but there are guys there are there are so many Asian men out there who want their women to mm-hmm. be successful so yeah. just me saying this about Kenny
1: this is about Kenny it's not yeah. about Asian men okay oh yeah because there's American men who and do like, that as well oh my god so. there are yeah and like, so like it's just it's a thing problem. with just sexist men yeah
0: <laughs> Prevalent in Japanese culture, but Asian men are great. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Kenny, I also just, I don't know what it is about Kenny. I don't, I don't know. I feel like he could be cute, but in like a great way, but like, he's also, I don't, maybe he just reminds me too much of like people I've dated in the past.
1: Yeah. We are automatically like, mm, it is.
0: Alive, not no. sure. I, he is, he is pretty, I mean, I do like, I'm more of a drummer girl. So like, I'm not really into singers per se, but, <laughs> uh, but I can see, like, but when I if I but I can see how like if the girls want to go see him sing, like it could be
1: a problem. Like yeah. all, the I probably- feel like I would be drawn to him. Like yeah. I feel like I would be drawn to him. But then as I get to know him, oh, maybe yeah. a little more, like mm, not so much. But I yeah. feel like I was, I would definitely be drawn to him if I was there, right? Because they do seem
0: kind of passive, like the boys. Yeah. Out of the boys, I feel like the girls seem to be more aggressive in the sense of they're asking more questions and like trying to get to know the boys more. And then out of the boys, it's really only Shohei who's like making an effort. Yeah. Really? I feel like the other boys are like, well, like even Ruka said, like he's like, well, I'll talk to a girl if she approaches me, but I
1: want to approach her myself. I won't be the first one. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Anyway, that's kind of where we are, I guess. And out of the, yeah. So out of the boys, you were a, a team Kenny.
1: And now I would say a it's little dope. bit more Team Shohei. Yeah. is like, like two-hour discussion. But I still kind of have hopes for Kenny in the back yeah. of my mind. Yeah, like, now, maybe, I mean, maybe Ken... we're wrong. You know, maybe he'll surprise me. But yeah. I'm definitely curious, so.
0: Oh, yeah. You gotta be. I mean, it's it's brilliant. Okay. So here we are. Now we're going to address any questions you had as a first-time non-Japanese viewer.
1: <laughs> the ones <laughs> I had, we pretty much, like, answered.
0: Okay, cool. Because literally, I think I had, I had, I had Caitlin. Oh, because the first thing that Caitlin said, I think we addressed this at the beginning. But one of the things Caitlin said was like, I can't, I can't, because at the beginning of this episode, they talk about how the, this, this, the series of the season of Tokyo 2019 to 2020 of Terrace House will last until around when the Olympics we'll be on air which is literally when we are when we're there care. yeah um yeah so we'll be watching this pretty much real time at the end yeah. but sometimes they do push the the season for longer but because this is a rotating and she didn't realize I, it was a rotating cast I must have not mentioned it at that point where I was well, just you like did, yeah. and
1: I just was in the moment I mean, and I was like wait what <laughs> yeah
0: it's it's a lot but yes the show itself does run for a year but the characters come in, or character members come in and out. And also it's not like, and the members get to graduate on their own. I don't think I referenced that. Um, the members themselves decide when they want to leave or not. Um, they're not like and they, voted out or any of no, that. No, not voted so. out. It's, it's, it's not like Big Brother or yeah. any other show. They they can leave when they want. It's a choice. And sometimes the choices are, are because they found a partner or they basically met their goal of their job or their career or they like are on their way to do that or it's because of a completely different reason because yeah drama they can't handle it there's a lot of reasons in the past so it's interesting also to see as going forward like how that ends up influencing each person and how each person chooses to graduate and then it's really interesting because you'll see, like this energy, it will be like this, and then even one, just one person leaves, and then one new person comes in, the energy of the house completely shifts. Especially usually, if
1: they're already you know super comfortable with that person, or you know, what if it was good? Like that person could have had negative energy. Exactly, you know? exactly. And then sometimes you're just like, and,
0: and as like sometimes as a viewer, you're just like, oh, this is dead space, which <laughs> says a lot of certain people. Yeah. Where you're just, like, it just feels like one—I think at one point he said, like, it feels like one of the slots is dead. Like, which (laughs) was really sad, but, like, he means from, like, a character standpoint. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, like, the cool thing about this show. You get in and out. So, like, when you get frustrated by a certain member, you just, like, pray that they leave soon. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I do, anyway, which is a little morbid. But, yeah.
1: I don't know. Is there anything else that we need to talk about? Yeah, not really. Like I feel like, like yeah, all my questions I had like that, we just yeah we're answered in our discussion. So yeah, I so feel pretty good. I think we're we're done with episode one. Yeah. So
0: I can't believe we finished. Starting next week, probably just be formatting around certain incidents, and then mm-hmm. we'll discuss. Different topics as they come up. We structured this episode this way just because it's the first episode. Just made more sense to mm-hmm. just go as the episode did and introduce yep. everyone. So as you're listening, if you guys have any questions about Terrace House or this show or any suggestions, you can tweet us at Terrace Out. That's T E R R A C E D O U T on Twitter. And we're also on Instagram. So you can slip into our DMs if you have any like insight or any questions, any thoughts about the show, the TV show itself or this podcast, you can let us know and we will read them on air or just answer your questions while we're here. And we want your feedback. So let us know. And now we're just going to tell you where you can find us. So Caitlin,
1: let us know where we can find you on social media. So I am on Instagram and Twitter at Big Screen Books. Um, and that's my YouTube handle as well. It's uh, Big Screen Books.
0: Yay. Yeah, awesome. pretty simple, pretty easy. Uh, pretty easy, pretty easy. And you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at tediously underscore brief and you can also find my bookstagram on instagram my bookstagram on instagram it's okay. um at at traveling book nerds with an s all one word and basically it's where i talk about books and comics and just tv shows and things like that and my photography and yeah we'll have our website and all that set up we're just still pretty new um also I uh, want to shout out uh, my amazing friend John Enger um, from at Made by Enger who created our amazing graphics and he's incredible. Our graphics are awesome. So So good. They're so cute. And basically I'm just going to explain a tiny bit about the graphic. We did succulents, baby succulents, pretty much because they're inspired by the cast. There's six for each member and they're all kind of trying to grow and become and they're big full succulents and grow into their full being just like all these guys are trying to go after their dreams and their love lives and become amazing full well-rounded grown-ups so basically it's kind of inspired by them so yeah that's our first episode we hope you enjoyed it and that you will continue to listen with us and become big fans of the show and we hope You had a fun time. Bye.